Hello to all the beautiful people out there. It is a beautiful Saturday morning, April 24th. Welcome to the pod. I'm Joe, followed by my partner. I'm Jack. Today we're going to be discussing every NBA team remaining's chances of winning an NBA championship. So essentially, if I think the Clippers are, have the best chance of winning in the NBA championship, on my list, I'm going to have them at one. On Joe's list, if he has the Lakers winning, he's going to have them at one. So you're just trying to spoil it right now? Well, (laughs) you know, I mean, it just so happens that that might be our two lists number ones. Not trying to spoil anything. But I'm basically just trying to explain that we averaged out our two lists to come up with a consensus list for the show. We're going to be discussing our consensus list, but while discussing it, we will probably bring up our own lists and how we rated our teams and how the consensus list came to be. And just to clarify, we are including the playing teams, so that includes the 9 and 10 seeds of each conference, so we have 20 teams in total. And for whatever reason, not for whatever reason, because we honestly believe the Raptors are going to be the 10th playing team in the Eastern Conference rather than the Washington Wizards, we decided to include the Raptors as our 20th team. Not saying they're going to be in 20th place, but just as our 20th team in the uh, standings. Yeah, they were kind of the final team. Like, ah, who do we put in here? I don't I don't like the Bulls. They were kind of there at one point. The Honestly. Wizards, I mean, the Wizards probably realistically might be it, but they just, Denny just got hurt, their uh, rookie. I would still probably honestly put the Wizards, I would give the Wizards a better chance of winning than the Raptors if they were to make it just because of the star talent that they have. But just... I think that the Raptors have more depth, though. That's just I mean, losing Chris Boucher doesn't help. Boucher? Boucher. Boucher. I, I, I don't know necessarily how long he's going to be out for, but I, I still think that the Raptors, based on how they've been playing recently, they've been on a little win streak. I think they're going to be able to keep that up. And the Wizards have been kind of shaky all year. I know they've just blew out the Thunder the other night, but it is just the, the they Thunder. They don't have Shea right now. It, so, yeah, the Thunder are th- tanking yeah, yeah, right the, now. They're trying to get that one pick. The, the Wizards are... I don't know. I, I, I prefer the Raptors, so we decided to include the Raptors, not that either team really has a chance anyway. But let's get right into the list. So, a consensus 20th, we have the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, no no, no offense to the Pacers, but the Pacers do not really have a chance to win the fucking championship. Yeah, no, I definitely think that they're the weakest links in this whole playoff setting. Um, they just got too many injury issues, too many people in and out of the lineups all the time. Sabonis is out right now, Turner's out. Jeremy Lamb's been out. T.J. Warren's been out for the most part. Um, I think that they just lack an identity too. Like they just stay competitive every year, but they don't have like a future direction. They're kind of just competing right now, but they're not that good. They have a very low ceiling. The other reason why I don't really like the Pacers is I truthfully believe the Raptors are going to finish above them in the standings when it's all said and done. Interesting. Let me see how many. I don't know. How many yeah, I, I I know it's fairly close, but I just I just I just think when it's all said and done, the Pacers have been oh, very. Oh yeah, no, it's only two game difference. Yeah, the Pacers have been very very inconsistent, right? Inconsistent recently. Like I said, the Raptors are you know on a four or five game win streak right now. So I think if they can get above the Pacers, I don't give the Pacers any shot of beating the Raptors twice. Yeah, no, I would honestly, It's if I could go back and do this again, Wizards and Raptors are definitely overtaking the Pacers. Yeah, no, it's definitely an idea. We, we're not we're not Pacers haters, you know. Sabonis is sick, but it's just they don't have any depth. 
like you said, the injury troubles. They don't. They I, don't I like have how an Levert's identity. been playing. Karis Levert's looking good out there. Glad to see he's back out there on the court. They have pieces, but yeah. they're not. It's just very small or low ceiling. They, like, they remind me when they play when I when I when I see them and just the types of players that they have together. It reminds me of the Sacramento Kings, which is not a compliment. No, dude, they're way better than the Kings. Well, they're they're better. Like, like, I mean, like they're better, better than the Kings, but it's the way they just have a bunch of crap thrown together. Oh, it reminds I see me what, what the Kings do. I was gonna say their crap's a lot better than what the and Kings. And they're, got, they're pretty yeah. young, and it's it's. I don't know if they're really even that much better. If the Kings were in the East, they might be pretty similar to what the Raptors are right now. It's a hot take, but you know, not really a hot take at all. Yeah. Uh, okay. So next team. Um. You have okay, so the next team is the Raptors on our list. Yeah, so I had the Raptors. Oh, actually, clarify: we have the Spurs and the Raptors tied. True. And how we did the tiebreaker is based off of who has the better record. The Spurs have the better record at the moment. Yes. So, the Raptors. I had them placed at eighteen. You had them placed at uh nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Okay. All right. So, what do you got to say about the Raptors? I just prefer the the Raptors' veteran leadership over the uh, the Pacers. I think Kyle Lowry is is you know obviously going to play in a playoff series. He hasn't really been playing that many games during the regular season as of late, but um, with the, with the playoffs on the line, he has and he's been bringing the Raptors to a lot of wins. And I like I like what the Raptors got. Gary Trent was a great um, trade deadline acquisition. He went on fire for a little bit. Yeah. I just I really did not expect them to have the season that they had. That was one of the most awful starts to a team that I've seen in a while. And they're competent too. They're a competitive team every year for the past however long, like damn near ten years. I feel like not that long, but you get the point. And in order for them to get into the playoffs, I think they're going to be have to you know continue to be hot to get in. So I think they're going to be able to continue that heat to an extent once once getting in, but. I don't like the things that I don't like about the Raptors and the Pacers, to be fair, are their first round matchup in the East, which is going to be tough, which is most likely going to be, I believe. Either the Nets or yeah, the it's, Sixers. It's, it's, it's like one of those two. To, to be one of the lowest, lowest seeds in the East and try to make it out, you're going to have to be able to beat the Nets, 76ers, and or Bucks just to make it, obviously. So I just don't see a lot of these lower East teams having the depth and the you know just the the continuity and the ability to be able to beat th- you know two to three teams that are obviously better than them back to back to back don't see it and, and i'm more so not even concerned with how the raptors are going to get into the playoffs and play this year i'm more so concerned about their future you had a prime opportunity to tank while you could have yep. gotten because this draft is loaded you got Suggs, you got mobley Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, Scotty Barnes are all good prospects. But it's like, you know, you don't really have money right now. You got Van Vliet, Anobi, uh, and Siakam all tied up for the future. Uh, you just don't really have that good of talent around them to, like, compete for a championship. So it's like, what do you do here? To me, it kind of looks like they wanted to trade Lowry at the deadline tank, like you said. But they were probably just kind of got offended by the offers, you know, considering it's one of their stars and yeah. they don't really but you have to be realistic that like Lowry's not Lowry well he, he, he ain't he's, Lowry he's but good but like he's not like you can't be after already trading DeRozan for for Kawhi and you know the, the fans obviously love that because they got the championship out of it but after already you know bailing on one year superstars yeah but it's a business so it's I, like that's, I, I, you can't I look at it like in an emotional I get lens, it's a business so I just it, like Logically. I just don't think I just don't think they love the offers that they got. I think they were probably offended by them, and they said, "Screw it, we're gonna try for one more year." You know, 
Isn't he a free agent this year? Well, he, he is going to So be. then you just lose nothing. You get nothing. Then. You lose out on everything. Unless he wants to resign. Which is probably unlikely because he was talking about going to Philadelphia and how he wanted to play there. Yeah, but my thing is Philadelphia might not even want him. Philadelphia probably... Philadelphia did, definitely wanted Philadelphia him. probably didn't offer that much for him, and I don't know. Well, okay, Philadelphia doesn't really have money. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know if Kyle, Kyle... As much as Kyle Lowry wants to go to Philadelphia, but I, that's think, just an I don't think he's signing with the Sixers for... Five to ten million dollars. I just don't see it. Uh, Miami was another team that was mentioned. I know the Clippers were too, but obviously I don't know if they have the money for that. I mean, we'll see. But you know, he's been in the, with the Raptors for a long time. If they can make it to the playoffs, show him. You know, they obviously just traded for Gary Trent. I think when they decided that they weren't going to trade Lowry, they decided to you know try to offload some pieces, get some new dudes in, just you know see, get a little fresh jump start, and it's obviously worked. I feel like Gary Trent's more of like a move for the future just because like you moved off of Norman Powell. I feel like Norman Powell is a better player right now, more established veteran presence that could help you in the playoffs more so than Gary Trent. Uh, oh, I'm looking at his age. Oh, yeah, like Norman Powell's 27. How old is Gary Trent? Like 24, 25? Yeah, yeah. Norman Powell has been nice recently too, but I don't know. I, I think he could. Yeah, no. Oh, my bad. Gary Trent's 22. Yeah, see, this is a move for the future. They're not. Oh, Gary Trent is very, very good. I thought he was in the league longer, honestly. I forgot. What year was he drafted? He was drafted by the Kings, actually, two or three years ago in the second round, I believe. I think it was two years ago. He was 19 when he was drafted. I thought he was older when he was drafted. Oh, 2018. Second. Damn. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, no, I just. The Raptors, they're just kind of. In a tough spot right now. And uh, the, the other team that we had tied with the Raptors that we're going to say is above them, I guess, on our list is the, the San Antonio Spurs. Which, I mean, they're also in a tough spot. I don't know what they're going to be doing. Yeah, on, on my list, I had them at 18 and Joe had them at 19. So we just had the Raptors and Spurs flipped on our list. I don't think there's a whole lot different between, or a whole lot of difference between them in the standings. Um, after trading LaMarcus Aldridge, I don't really know. You know, obviously the Spurs are trying to go with a little bit more youth, and they got a nice backcourt around DeRozan. Oh, I, I love DeJounte their Murray young team. And they're Derek, Derek White, White they're nice. Kelvin Johnson, Lonnie Walker, Kelvin Johnson. Kelvin Johnson's had a couple games where he's had like eighteen and nineteen rebounds. I think oh, this dude, year. He's, he's very, I, very as nice. much as I don't think that the Spurs are like going to compete. I just love that the fact that they're in here because it just shows like Popovich. Doesn't matter how old he is, he can still adjust to the new NBA. Like, look, dude, he has DeRozan at center half the time. The Spur- when Jakob Portal was out, dude. The, Spur- the Spurs are definitely a fun team, but I honestly have not watched the game. But like, I just I've seen clips, I've seen highlights. I just don't watch the games live because you know it's the Spurs are kind of they're the Spurs. It's kind of the same thing in the in the in the East. Like most years, the lower seeded teams, I just don't think really have much of a chance of getting out. Um, the Spurs are definitely going to be one of the. The lower, the lower, um, the nine ten seeds, the lower play in teams, and just to be able to get over the Warriors or Grizzlies or Blazers, one of those teams, I just don't even really give them a chance of that. Yeah, no, the Spurs are definitely the odd man out in the West. Yeah. I would say they definitely have the worst chances. Yeah, look, and that's not a slight on Pop or their team. It's just the West up top is so competitive compared to the bottom. Exactly. I think I think DeRozan could maybe lead them to one win depending on their matchup, but. Uh, so wait, where are they at right now? They are at they're 10. They're at 10, and, and I don't see them moving up. So then if they win, let's just say, they get the 8 seed, they play the Jazz. Oh, they, they could definitely steal a game they, from the they, Jazz. They'd get the 7, they'd get the Blazers. Well, no, because dep- they'd be the lowest seed no matter what. So like, uh, uh, 8 or... 8 or 7 is what they would get, so it's 7, so they get the Blazers. They ain't winning, I don't think they're winning a game against the Blazers right now. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, sorry that, Spurs. Yeah, that was just a, damn. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they're not even getting out of the plane. Moving on, and I don't think these teams really got much of a shot at even getting out of their plans either. So we have another tie between the Hornets and the Grizzlies. Currently, the Grizzlies hold a better record than the Hornets. So it's, starting with the Hornets, it's two more playing teams. It's two more teams that don't have much of a shot. I think the Hornets are going to be nice. Is 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 Lamelo? Is Lamelo coming back? Yeah, no, it's been reported that he's planning on coming back soon. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, I know you're a big betting guy. His odds are he's back to number one in Oh, really? Of the year rookie of the year. That's yeah. interesting. Interesting. Um, Minus 350, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't really know. How many games did he even... I'm not sure how many games he missed. Joe's going to look that up right now and get back to me. I know that they've played 59 games, so the Hornets have. Um, LaMelo has... I don't know. Regardless, I don't know. I know that's a really big thing for, for MVP. But he's played I, 41. Yeah, I mean, he's only missed 18 games. If he can come back and, and play, you know, at least 70, 80% of the remainder of the games of the season, I don't see a reason why he wouldn't win Rookie of the Year. And, and I understand that, like, people are going to be like, oh, what about Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards is playing garbage minutes on a garbage team. He's on the worst team. LaMelo was coming off the bench and putting up numbers with dudes. Like, they have legitimate young talent. They, The Hornets, for once, have a bright future. They have, like, something to build off of in the offseason. It's not just like, uh, oh, well, it's the offseason, fucking, okay. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... It's Le- like, oh, shit, it's the offseason. Like, we got LaMelo, we got the Martin Twins, we got Miles Bridges. I Blake love the Martin Twins, yeah. The only question is, what do you do with Devontae Graham heading into the offseason? Do you resign him? You already got Terry Rozier and LaMelo. Like, how is that going to work? Uh, I mean, the Gordon Hayward signing's pretty chill. He's played 44 out of 59 games. He's been relatively healthy. He's being a good veteran leader, so yeah. it's like you can't really complain if you're the Hornets. I think he's been a pleasant surprise for everyone. I don't think anyone expected Gordon Hayward to bounce back the way he has this season. Yeah, um, it was kind of a weird fit, I thought, when he signed there, but they've made it work. And uh, I just think you know the reason why we do have the Hornets so low. We've been talking positive about them is just once again the gauntlet of trying to get through those top three teams on the East, which they are going to have to do in order to make it even just to the conference finals. I mean, where it stands right now, they're the eight seed. It's, so okay, let's just say, boom, they beat the Wizards. That's probably the hardest playing game. You have to beat the Wizards, they, they, and then they, you have to they, play they, the Nets. They play the Pacers. Oh <laughs> uh, no, 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 no! They're the eight seed. I know. It's eight seven. plays ten. No, it's seven, eight, oh, nine, ten. Oh, it's seven. Oh my, dude, I keep forgetting this plan. I don't like the plan. It's just so irrelevant. If you're not good enough to make it into the playoffs in the top eight seeds, you're just not good enough to make it. You don't deserve to be here. I don't know. I, I argue. I, like, I, I get it. It's more interesting because it gives the smaller market teams it's like, ki- it's more kinda excitement. Like, it's kind of like a wild card in baseball is basically what – or football. It's kind of like a wild card. It just adds – it's basically a buy for the, the, the good teams is the way I look at it. And I don't really have that much of a problem with it. The lower-seeded teams still would need to win two games. It gives the – you know, the top two teams, a little bit more of an advantage, I guess you could say, which is not necessarily a good thing. But at the same time, maybe um, some of these lower-seeded teams are going to be, you know, juiced up and ready to go after playing, and some of these upper-seeded teams are going to be kind of tired, or not tired, but, you know, just kind of rusty going into their first-round matchup against some of these lower-seeded teams that are just coming off of wins, sometime maybe even two in a row if you're one of the lower-seeded teams. So, Something to think about that these teams could maybe at least make the series interesting in the beginning. Yeah, no, I don't know. You mentioned baseball. How many teams or how many uh, teams are in the playoffs for each conference? Yeah, no, th- that's, like, that's like, obviously look, the Let's difference. look at the East right now. Currently, the 10 seed. 
The Wizards make the cut barely at 26 two th- and 33. Two, two-thirds of the want, teams. Two-thirds of the teams. 26 and 33 in the playoffs? That does not well, sound no, like a competitive it's, team. It's two-thirds of the teams making yeah. playoffs in the NBA right now. Yeah, and how many make it in the MLB? Like a third, maybe. Yeah. That's, or it's more than that. It, it's, or no, it's, 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 it's six each. Yeah. Uh, it's it, 12. It might even be 10 each. You know, it is 10 each. There's 10 teams in the playoffs in baseball. Yes, there's a wild card and then two divisionals. That's not 10 teams. Yeah, there's, there's well, on, on each side. There's four. So no, there's, that's five then. Yeah, there's five on each side. There's 10. Yeah, that's 10 teams total. I'm talking like on each conference. Never mind. All right, that's irrelevant. Whatever. Well, well, it's division, so there's 15 in each conference. So I'm saying it's one third. It's the same as the NBA. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. There's 30 teams in each. Yeah, no, no. I know. There's 30 teams. I'm saying that... The NBA has 20 teams make the playoffs, and the MLB, has you said, 10. has 10. Yeah. Yeah. So it's double. That's di- so that argument's irrelevant and doesn't make any sense because it's just different. Like, you we got agree. teams. Yes. We agree. Okay. But that's why I just think that the play-in is just completely irrelevant and stupid. It's not – it doesn't add excitement unless you're a fan of the team. I mean, yeah, it gives the upper seeds more rest, but, like – it gets the NBA more money. It, yeah, no. It all comes down to money, which I get. Yeah, money fucking makes the world turn, but, like, it's just cringe. Maybe maybe it would have been a better idea to add it with the 4th, 5th, 6th, or sorry, the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th seeds. They could have done something like that, but, well, then, I don't know. Then you have an odd number of teams that wouldn't have really worked. It would have been, or not an odd number, but it would be... Yeah, you know, you. I don't know. They, it fucked up the bracket. I don't. I don't like the. I like the idea of adding a buy for the better teams, but I don't like the idea of giving more teams a chance just because I think it was already oversaturated with kind of average teams. Yet the Kings are still not making the playoffs for like fifteen straight years now. That is pathetic. Anyway, so uh, we didn't touch on the Grizzlies yet, have we? No, nah, but so Grizzlies. Um, you know, Jaron Jackson's coming back. That's good news. Oh, is he really for the yeah. playoffs? Yeah. When's he going to be back, you know? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but I saw the reports that they're planning on having him come back soon. So that's good news. That's really um, interesting. You know, I just like what the Grizzlies have done the past two years, having Jaw as their, you know, centerpiece. I, they were almost in the playoffs last year. And as of now, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, I think- Unlike the Pelicans, you know? It's like they're being what the Pelicans were supposed to be. Get some playoff experience. Be competitive. And, you know, hopefully make some noise and grow from there. I, I think as we move up these teams, you can kind of just see the star talent just kind of taking steps up each yeah. time. LaMelo's obviously a star, but I think John Morant's kind of got a little bit more experience in the league. He, he's what LaMelo Ball should be next year. I think, you know, they're they're got similar career tra- trajectories. I would say so, yeah. In a way, you know. Um, I, I think LaMelo has more upside, though. But he has definitely like a lower definitely, uh, a, a, definitely. A lower floor or higher floor. How would you say lower that? lower floor higher ceiling? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, well, it's just because we've seen less of him, so we don't know what he's going to be. Really, well, no, I know. I just think his skill set like can allow him to do more things, but it just depends on him and his health, obviously, to see. And like the Hornets, because the Hornets are always been a dumpster fire. This is the first time they've had like actual pieces and like can be competitive. Regardless, Jaw is nice now. And, oh no, that's what, know, yeah, Jaw's nice now, and he's only going to get better too. Like Jaw's what twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. Is that yeah. Uh, yeah, I think probably? I think yeah, I think he no, I don't know. I think he actually might be a little older. I think he uh, was a junior at at Murray State, so he's probably 23, 24. He's 21. What? Yeah. Was he a freshman? Am I stupid? I could have sworn he was a no, junior. No, he was definitely a freshman. Drafted. John Morant? Yeah, I thought he was a junior. No, he came out freshman. That's interesting. 
And then, so now heading to the next couple teams. Do we have a tie here? Oh, no, we don't. So we have the Hawks as our next team. The Atlanta Hawks. Where did you have them ranked? Yeah, we can look at this real quick. You I had them 14. And I had them at... 14. Okay, oh, so we okay. got a consensus team right here. Um, and I noticed we do have... So so we both have them at 14, and I noticed we both have teams that are gonna, we're going to hear after the Hawks below them. So we got some pretty big discrepancies coming up. But as of right now, we both have the Hawks at 14. And I think the Hawks... You know they should be at around fourteen. They're not, they're not there yet. They got a nice core, but I think firing Lord Lloyd Pierce was the smartest thing that they could have done. Bringing in Nate McMillan, changing the culture. You know, playing less sloppy. Trey Young looks good finally. He was playing like ass for know, half Tra the season. Trey Young has still been very inconsistent recently. He, he's still playing better though. Like I, I'll, like I don't know if you watched him in the beginning of the season. He was awful. Yeah, he's been having some better games. He's been having some of those breakout games we yeah. love. But I just don't think the Hawks are consistent enough to be able to... Oh, no, to... for sure. I just, I like them at 14. I think that's perfect. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're consistent enough to really win a series. I think, I think that they can snag a game or two. Because they're playing the Knicks right now. Oh, that's going to be such a fun series. I'm, Four and five. I'm taking the Knicks every single time. Oh, no, time. I'm taking the Knicks too. But I think that it could go to six. Oh, it could go to six. But that's the most I give the yeah. Hawks. And, and that's why we're going to see probably the Knicks up on a little bit... Not even soon. We're going to see them up a little bit higher, I think, on both of our lists, just because I think we both kind of think the Knicks have a good chance of beating the Hawks here. And believe it or not, like the Hawks are a five seed. That kind of shows yeah. with the the way the East is built. And I don't They're know. It's different right yeah, now. Not I, very good. I mean, no, you know what? I'll give it to the Hawks. They're playing good right now. John Collins, you know, even amid the trade rumors and potentially departing in the offseason, he's still balling. Um, you know, Kevin Herter's still a sniper. Clint Capella, this is the best I've ever seen him. He's yeah, that leading the league rebounds. in rebounds. I know, he's insane. Yeah, uh, his blocks too. He's third in blocks in the league. Uh, Bogdanovich, you know, he's lighting it up right now. He's been hot. Capella is very Rudy Gobert-esque. You know, dude, I'm I mean, surprised. He's very, that, how, what did the Hawks give good. up for Capella? Uh, I feel like nothing. Garbage. Dude, um, the Rockets are so stupid. Yeah, the, the, I don't, the, Rockets, just, the Rockets blew it up bad. Like, they could have gotten so much for Capella. They could have gotten more know, look, for Harden, look, I feel like. Look at the way the uh, the Thunder blew it up, and look at the way the Rockets blew it up. Dude, the, the Thunder, oh my. It's the polar thunder. opposites. And the Thunder have good pieces, too. Like I know, the, that's what I'm saying. It's polar uh, opposites. Who's that one seven-foot-tall guy? Uh, Alexej Pokosevsky. Yeah, dude, he's, he's super raw, but like Pokosevsky, something like that. Pokosevsky, I think it's, yeah. He's raw, but like... I've seen like some of the plays he's made. Like, dude, he does like LeBron passes where he's like in down like running. Yeah, he, he's a the, very interesting yeah. player. I don't know. I don't. He's kind of almost reminds me of like like the like wraparound a, pass under the basket to the three point line. He's like he's like a two K like, my player. Like dude, not getting very many minutes yeah. yet. You know what I'm saying? Like wait till this dude breaks out and like starts getting thirty minutes a game and like. Did you ever play like uh what when did they change? I think two K sixteen was the last game where you could literally make oh, I know, demigods. Just make, make whatever you Dude, want like a yeah, seven foot like small forward it goes fast as you want them yeah I, there would be no caps on any of the stats Dude, Dude, it's exactly like Dude that. Is, if he, Dude is weird. If if this dude can like you know continue to progress at the level that he is now and. And you the know, Thunder developed their players really well, so uh, you know. The, the Thunder could be building something really, really interesting out there. I, I don't even know why, how we got on the Thunder, but you know, while we're on it, <laughs> Lugans Dort, good. Lugans Dort dropped forty the other night. I, dude, Shea Gildress, I think is gonna be raw. Um, I mean, everyone probably thinks he's gonna be raw, but I think he's gonna be like all NBA caliber player for the Ooh, next coming. Yeah. I th no, dude, I think he's gonna be raw. Um, Maybe, I guess we'll see. Who else do they have right now on their team? Um, 
Oh, God. Uh, they got uh, Darius Basley. Oh, he's Basley's nice. good, he's yeah. long. That's about it, I feel like. And they got, I think they still got like, a, oh, is Isaiah Roby? Oh, Isaiah Roby's on that team, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just got a lot of young dudes that like, even if half of them don't oh. work out, they're still going to have... Who's that UCLA guy? Or is that... Um, oh, Moses Brown? Yeah, Moses Brown. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah he's had some big games Dude, they're, they're, they got so he had much... 20 and 20 the other... A couple, something couple weeks like ago. that, yeah. Yeah, they, they got a lot of dudes who can break out on any night, so if they can develop... And they're all young, so boom. As long as they can develop half of them, they got half a roster full of really good, solid young players... And draft picks to make up for yeah, it in and the future. It, and if the pick, if the players don't hit, then boom, we got picks on deck for years to come. We're talking too long on the Thunder right now. Let's move on. Uh, the next team we got is the Boston Celtics, and I'm kind of surprised to see the Celtics coming in as low as they are. I'm surprised that they're high, this high right now. We both got them at 13. I, you know, one but, spot above the Hawks, and I think you know we give the Celtics probably just a better chance of winning their first round series. But it still just comes down to the fact that. Even if the Celtics do win their first round series against the Bucks, they're still gonna have to beat the 76ers and the Nets just to make it to the finals. And I just is that happening? I mean, what are we talking about right now? For a yeah. super inconsistent team, it's 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 ugly. I just don't see it happening. I think they could get swept by the Bucks if this is how it stays in the standings. Because dude, Tatum. Took a step back. I feel like I don't know. I haven't watched many Boston Celtics games, but that's just how I, the vibe I get. Tatum's taking a step back. Brown's yeah. definitely taking a step yeah. back from the playoffs because Brown was lighting it up in the playoffs. Ka- Cardiac Kemba. It's he's showing you know flashes right now, but he's inconsistent. The Celtics can never have good games together. Very rarely do you see Tatum, Brown, and Kemba all you know scoring the same amount of points. Yeah. Usually it's Tatum. It's just all dro- usually games. it's Tatum dropping forty, and then the other two's each got like. 10 and 9, you know, yeah. it's just like, it, they, they can't play together, they're they're really kind of a broken team right now, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do in the offseason, I, I hope to see them make some moves, the Celtics have never been afraid to make moves, and I think now is probably as good a time as ever. Yeah, and I think it doesn't help either that, you know, they're like, vocal leader, Marcus Smart's been out for like a good majority of the season, he's back though, obviously, right, uh, I think, yes, yeah. he's back, but it's just... Is Brad Stevens a good coach at this yes, point? Like I don't yes, know. Like, like, that's the question yes. you got to bring up. Like, I don't. What's think it... what? What do you do with Brad Stevens? Because he was supposed to be this prodigy coming out of Butler. He was good. You don't. You don't fire Brad Stevens. I'll yeah, tell you but that. That's like. But what's? Where do you go with Brad Stevens? He hasn't even taken you to the finals. He's been close so many times, but he can't get over the hump. You've had more than enough talent. They make the moves. They like, do. They Danny do. Ainge has given you all you needed to succeed. And you can't get over the hump. To be LeBron's fair, LeBron's not even in the same conference yeah, to, as you anymore. That's what I was gonna say. To be fair, he was going against LeBron for a while, but yeah, to be fair, he does need to get over the hump. So it's sooner like, rather than later. Like I think you got one more year, and then if you can't do anything with, you got two of the brightest players in the league right now, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and you can't make it happen. Yeah, I don't know. We both don't really give the Celtics much of a shot or any of the teams in the lower seeds. So this is just kind of a hodgepodge. You can kind of have these teams ranked however you like them because none of them really have a shot at beating multiple of yeah. the top teams in a row, in my opinion. That's just 
it, the league is too top heavy right now for the these mid level playoff teams to really have a shot. Yeah, they mid. So moving on to the next mid level playoff team, one that we, we actually have another tie again. Oh, we do, and we got, we have a lot of ties going on. We do, and we, we this is another one that we we're the first team at least we do have some discrepancy on. We got the Miami Heat, and I had the Heat all the way down at fifteen below the Hawks and Celtics, and it's just kind of for the same reason. I think the Hawks I had them at ten, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so so. <laughs> I'm going to explain why I think they're about the same as the Hawks and the Celtics, and then we'll let Joe get into why he thinks they were so much better. Uh, I just think the Heat are in a similar situation as the Hawks and Celtics, at least in terms of the standings. I don't see them, you know, getting past all of those teams. And I just, it's sad because I think the Heat do have a good core, and they were obviously just in the finals last year, and they have that finals experience and the experience of going deep in the playoffs. But Going against these just god tier squads in the East, the three super teams, kind of if you will, I don't give them any shot. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not too high on the Heat. I have them at ten, but that's not really saying much, just because like I don't really give them a legitimate shot at actually being able to make noise or compete at least this year. Um, they look awful without Jimmy Butler. They're six and eleven, and Jimmy Butler said it himself. We don't look competitive. We don't yep. have fight in us. So it's like, this is just a down year for him. Tyler Hero's having a sophomore slump compared to the bubble. Um, you know, I feel like the league's kind of figured out Duncan Robinson more so than obviously. Because like last year, he just came out the gates and it was just splashing. No one knew how to like get him off the screens. Is the reason why you had him so high their their playoff experience from last, last season? Though? I just think, I think yeah, just because like I'm looking at these other teams and it's like, Jimmy Butler, I know that he can, like, at least, like, I've seen him do it before. Jimmy Butler can will a team. I don't think Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, or Kemba can do that. Um, I think that they still got good pieces. Like, Bam and Jimmy together, I think, is a great combo. No, I it, think Bam is just, like, so versatile. He's, he's like a mini Jokic. They definitely do have good pieces. I just prefer the Celtics and Hawks pieces. And I know I mean, they were, I, I'm I know not going to knock you for last, that. Yeah. I just think that they because they have the experience and because I feel like they're more... Because like, the difference between the Celtics and the Heat, I feel like that the Heat still always like revolve around like their team and the Celtics are more so like... Uh, Individual ISO, base, like yeah. you said, yeah. So, and I think 10 times out of 10, a team is going to be an ISO-centric team unless you have Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan. Yeah, especially in the playoffs. I don't, yeah. I don't think Tatum and Kemba and Jalen Brown are good enough to play that style of ball. I agree. Yeah. And uh, the second team that we had tied with the Celtics, this team, is or, sorry, sorry not, not not the Celtics, I'm sorry, the Heat, is the Dallas Mavericks. And oh, um, we're going to um, look at the standings on these this guy too. So I had the Mavericks at 15, and you had them at 10. So this is another little, oh, we just had them flip. This is a little controversial. Yeah, I'm a little confused because I just said I... You had them at 10, and I have them at 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we had the Heat and the Mavericks flip yeah. basically in our standings. So, yeah. So I think we honestly probably have them flipped for kind of different reasons. I prefer the Mavericks pieces. I know the Heat do have the, the playoff experience, like you said, but Kristaps and Luka Doncic on a game or a series even where they're going off, it's not Kobe and Shaq, but the you know the plays that they make remind me of Kobe and Shaq sometimes. See, I don't even know what you're referring to. Lots. No, 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 but I, I get what you're saying, but like, I don't know if you've watched much Mav games. They play good individually. It's the same problem with the Celtics. They play good individually. They don't really play good together. I watched them play the Lakers. They had like a flash here and there, but they don't have chemistry. They have like, a they're, lot they're in their, of shooting. They're in their second year together, and they still don't look fluent. 
You guys are two of the like young and brightest players in the league. I know I keep saying that, but it's the truth. Luca's a top ten player, definitely. Easily. You can't make it work. Like Chris, Chris Stapps came in to be a second piece. He don't even look better than Kevin Love as a third piece on Cleveland. Like, let me just compare it for you, because I put this out there. Um, like Kevin Love on the Cleveland Cavaliers, his best year, he put up 19, 11, and two. Off of 14 shots. Porzingis currently puts up 29 and one and a half off of uh, one and a half assists, I believe, off of 16 shots. Like, Kevin Love's more efficient and better off of less shots, and he's in a lesser role, and you can't get it done. I know it doesn't help that Porzingis has been in and out of the lineup throughout the year, and just, you know, he's always hurt, so that doesn't help. But I just think with this team, they're not. Good enough. Like, Luka can't will this team out. He's, he reminds me of James Harden. He's good, but he's not good enough. He's not one of those, like, X-factor players that can get you over the hump and will them themselves to, like, make you a better team and, like, get you to the promised land. Like, I know Chris Paul hasn't done this. I think Chris Paul can do it. I think that LeBron can do it. I think Curry can do it, and I think KD can do it. I don't think Harden can do it. I don't think Luka can do it right now. And I don't think Chris Daps is a good enough piece to help complement them to be competitive. I mean, I completely disagree, to be honest with you. Um, I think the, the Mavericks have tons of shooting around their two stars, which is exact. They got J.J. Redick at the trade deadline. Oh, they, yeah, that's true. I the, forgot they got J.J. Redick. See, but I was going to – they got rid of Steph Curry, and you got Josh Richardson. And I, you gave up a 42% shooter for a guy that shoots 31% from three. Let's take a look at their roster. We'll find some more some You got more shooters. Tim Hardaway, but, you know, like – yeah, Tim What's Hardaway, right there now? you go. What's he shooting right now, though? That's my question. I'll tell you right now. Tim Hardaway Jr. is shooting. I'm going to say over 36% is my prediction. Uh, we're looking at 38%. That's yeah, no, pretty okay, damn I'll solid. Give, they they got shooters around their stars. They got what they need. And the reason why I like the Mavericks so much, at least in terms of their potential chance of winning a championship, is all they need is Luka and is and uh, Chris Stapps to get hot for a couple series, which can happen. I was just looking at a stretch where Chris Stapps was over like 24 and 15 for five games straight. Not that many dudes are even capable of doing something like that. And when you put that next to one of the league's stars, like you said, an undisputed top 10 player, a dude that I thought coming into the year was going to be in the MVP conversation, you got to at least give him a shot in the playoffs over some of these other some of these other where Western are they teams. At right now, that's. I, uh, they are currently six, so they would play the Clippers. I'm not giving them a chance just because, like, the Clippers aren't much more of a team-oriented, like... I, I think, I think my, 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 the, you know, the best shot for the Mavericks is they would need to get over the Lakers They're in not the going to get over the Lakers, though. Probably not, but if they can, um, then they would have the Nuggets in the first round, and then from there, they would get the Jazz, and then they would only need and to I play... And I definitely don't think that they could beat the Nuggets first round. Because, listen, here's, here's the difference between, like, a Nuggets versus a Mavericks. I've already touched on this. The Mavericks are 26 in assists. They don't move the ball. They aren't playing like a team. It's play through Luka and see what he can create. It's That's not going to work in the playoffs. You have to have a system and a flow of the game. Like Jokic, he's always looking and getting people set up. We'll, we'll, the, we'll discuss the Mavs-Nuggets debate later because we, we've, we've been debating about this all day and we got the Nuggets coming up in yeah, the next no, couple teams I, I know, as you can I'm probably not, I'm not imagine. I'm with the Mavs. And the problem with their team too Yes, they're offensively competent, but the problem is they're very awful on defense. They're 21st in defensive rating. They're not good. 
They're like on the Nets. Twenty first isn't very that's, awful. That's off. That's bottom half. That's bottom ten. It's bottom third, but it's, it's bottom it's, third. It's close to mid third. No, but that's not that's not a good argument. It's like saying like, oh yeah, like you know. Where where do they rank offensively? Do you have that? I do not. I bet it's better than twenty first. So that make or I bet it's better than ninth, which would make up for the fact that they're twenty first. That averages out to make them an average team. I don't even think they're top ten in like points per game. Let's see. Anyways, moving on to the next team. I believe it's the New York Knicks. We're going to take a look at this while, while he checks the points. It, it is the New York it, Knicks. It is indeed the New York Knicks. And um, we both love the New York Knicks. And how can you not love the New York Knicks? On a yeah, average win streak right 20th now? And, or 19th in points per game. So they're not even that good on offense. Yeah, I, I just They're just not that good. I'm telling you, you're overrating the Mavericks. You just think I, that Luka I like can... I like their upper potential because nope. of their star talent. Nope, their star... But that's the problem. Their star talent doesn't play together. So, like, they don't mesh. But they don't. No, they don't. They do, though. No, it's the same thing as the Celtics. It's I just told you they're 26 in assists. They're not distributing the ball and passing. They're, like, it's all isocentric. It's all, like, shoot the ball, tough, heave it up. I think they've been passing the ball a lot more since the trade deadline. Could be wrong, but... All right, anyways, the Knicks, yeah. I like the way the Mavs play. I've watched a couple games of theirs, and I love the way they play on them, and I think they can they you can had, hang with the top teams in the, the West. You had the Knicks at 12. I had them at 11. So Yeah, and I, I'm surprised you had the Knicks above me. I'm a huge Knicks guy. I love the Knicks' potential. I love everything about the Knicks, but I think it still just comes down to the fact that they will have to beat at least two out of the three top East Conference team, or Eastern Conference teams in order to make it to the finals, and that's... That's a tough, tough road for anyone to have to conquer. See, I just think that they are literally in the best position in anyone in the playoffs right now. You have the Hawks as your first-round matchup. They have zero playoff experience. You guys don't have any playoff experience either, but it's better that you have a coach that's made it to the conference championship at least in Tom Thibodeau. I think that was probably their best move in the offseason. You have a great veteran coach that... Defensive, too. Look at this team. This team, ah, uh, where is it? They're fourth in defensive rating. They're fourth in points allowed in the paint. And they're the fourth youngest team. Who do you know? What team do you know is that young and is that good defensively? I could not name you a team in history that has been that good defensively at that young. They're 24. Av- their age, average age is 24 years old, which is the fourth youngest in the league. And they're that good. The Miami Dolphins. No, they, they were they were pretty good defensively last season. Yeah, but they got vets. <laughs> but you know, I just think that the Knicks are in prime position to get out of the first round at least. Like you avoid the top three teams in the East, boom, perfect. I think that's what it comes down to. They have. I don't think it's a guarantee, but they have the best position to get out of the first round. They right definitely, now. they definitely have the best position to get out of the first round because they're either going to get the Hawks, Celtics, or Heat in the first round. Most likely, probably the Hawks, where it sits right now, and. You know, like like we said, like we've been saying all day, the Knicks are white hot right now. They are not going to stop winning. What is it? Eight games winning. Eight right games now? winning. Yeah, and um, I, they're no. only they're they're it's a pick them today against the Raptors, and I put a put some money on that. I don't know how they're ever going to lose to the Raptors. So yeah. Now now that I mentioned it on a podcast, they're going to lose, but you know, eh, we'll see. Knock on wood. But uh, you know, I, I still don't think we've given Tom Thibodeau enough credit. I look at Randall. Randall's a good player. 
But, like, he wasn't that good a year ago. He's raw right now. Yeah, no. I don't want to say that, oh, Tom Thibodeau did that. Obviously, Randall's out there grinding. The Randall's, like, Randall's talking about how the Knicks system changed him. And changed yeah, his exactly. life. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's evident. I mean, his life has changed. Look at him. He's a, probably going to be a borderline MVP candidate this season. He better be all NBA. Like, if he's he not, if he's not that mm, uh, RJ Barrett looks good. Like, I... This team is very promising coming up. Emmanuel quickly looks good. You got D. Rose to mentor him. I think bringing in D. Rose was smart. You know, you traded basically nothing. You traded Dennis Smith. You already have like 20 point guards on your roster. So it's like I love you the, can afford to shop one of them. I love the Knicks team. I was a year early on this team. I thought they were going to. Yeah, you pot- were. I remember. I thought they were going to potentially be a playoff team last season. Which they didn't obviously, have the coach, but now they do. Yeah, yeah. It, it, might, it probably is the coaching. It, it definitely is. Their defense. The, Tom Thibs made them one of the top defenses in a year. Like I've just that. always loved this team's depth, and it's it's you know it's oh, coming through right now. Yeah. You haven't even mentioned Kevin Knox. Kevin, I don't no, think. Kevin Knox is a bust. He's Kevin not Knox ain't bad. No, he's he's awful. Really? Yeah, he's awful. Oh. He's, yeah, they already gave up on him. That, <laughs> is, he, is he not still playing? No, I mean he probably. I I don't really. Let me look at Pay his stats. attention to Kevin Knox, but like you know, he's not good. They've kind of. Accepted that, but Lost I'm this. sure he still gets. He's like, gonna be like out. averaging 20 in his last 10 or something. Oh well, never mind. I was yeah, no, way so he off. doesn't play at all. One minute logged in, seven minutes, six minutes. Didn't play. Nice does suck. That's what I'm saying, dude. He's not good. Well, it sucks, but forget I said that. Yeah. Moving on to the next team, we got the the, the Golden State Warriors. Which I'm mad that they're above the Knicks. That's kind of cringe. I had them at 12, which was below the Knicks at 11, and you had them at 9. At 9, yes, yes, yes. So I did have the Warriors above the Knicks, and I, I think it's purely Steph Curry. I love star talent. When you got star talent in the playoffs, I give you a shot. And I think part of the reason also why I like the Warriors is they do have the potential chance to avoid the Lakers and Clippers, who I think are by far um, the best two teams in the West. And their playoff road right now potentially could look like playing the Jazz in the first round and then either the Nuggets or the Lakers in the second round. Or if the Mavericks can you know jump the Lakers, it could be the Nuggets or the Mavericks. They do have potential um, to, to avoid those teams. And if they can, I like Curry in, a, in any series. I don't like Curry in any series, but I at least have to give him a shot in any series. I can't give Curry a shot by himself. I'm sorry. Wiggins isn't a good second piece to like in the playoffs. Ubre. To be fair, it depends on how long he can keep this streak going. But if he already ke- cooled down one game, he had 18. Like shit, you suck. No, I'm just kidding. If, like, if he keeps this streak to an extent, like if he if he can keep rolling the way Randall and some of these dudes are right now into the playoffs, you got to give the Warriors a shot against anyone in any game. Um, I see. Here's the same argument I'm gonna keep giving you. They're going up against you name the Grizzlies and the Jazz. Those yeah. are two teams that are very team centric and ve- like they play off of they each do. other so well. They do. That I think, it's but they gonna don't be- have anyone that can shoot like oh, Steph no, Curry. I, listen, I, that's the problem. It's like, is is you know you Steph, you broke Kobe's record, 33 years old and uh, scoring 30 plus. What was it? 11 times in a row. Kobe did it 10 times. Like, let's see if you're better than Kobe. Can you take a team to the championship and just shoot your way to the championship? I would, Probably not. I would love to see the the. I um, would love to see him do it, but I don't think he can. I would love to see the Warriors finish below the Grizzlies in the standings and have to have them win two games. Oh no, they're below them right now. Well, I know, but I would love to see that you know continue, continue. because I, they're only blown by one game at the moment. So I'd love to. I 
don't honestly predict it. I think they are going to finish above them. That's why I had them so much higher in my ranking. But I would love to see them have to win two games just because I think that would be really, really entertaining to see Curry have to go off for two. Because I think he yeah. might be able to do it. I, I, I give I Yeah, give but the then Warriors if they lose, really then they're out faster. I mean, true, obviously, yeah. So, like, that's just... Something to think about. We probably did overrate the Warriors a little bit looking back. I'd I rated them at 12. I think that's perfect. Cause I don't know. Looking back, to, I might that might be overrating them a little bit. To be fair... A play-in team you, at 12? Yeah, no, okay. To be fair, though, you did it, like, predicting that they're going to be, like... A higher seed. I still wasn't predicting them to be a six, even though well, I guess no, I they know, could. But like, the Mavs are only thirty-two and twenty-six right now. The Warriors are only three games back of the Mavs. I was saying that like they have like you had them at like the eighth seed, so that puts them like they have to win one game against the Spurs. So it's like you know the Spurs are good, but how good are the Spurs? Maybe playing the Grizzlies. Oh, uh, as the eighth seed. No, if they were no, I'm saying if they were the eight seed, they would oh, still the play seven. the Grizzlies. Bro, I keep forgetting that. the But like, there's a seed. chance they could play the Spurs or the Blazers or the Mavericks. Yeah. Or no. the Lakers. Like, I mean, all all of these are potentially. And I still think that they would lose to they would lose to the Blazers if they had to play seven game series. They'd lose to the Lakers. They'd lose to the Clippers, Suns, and Jazz, guaranteed. I don't know about the Nuggets. I want to say guaranteed Nuggets, but not having that one two punch. Yeah, the the differences between, in my opinion, all of these teams until we get up to the top five to six teams really doesn't matter. Yeah, all of them are basically a one percent to a one point one percent to maybe a one point two percent. Like it's just these teams don't matter when it's all said and done. I agree. Sorry, <laughs> uh, sorry, Warriors fans, and, and just to let you know, hey, I don't think Curry should get MVP or is gonna get MVP, but you know, do you think he deserves it? I think he potentially could. I think Jokic is obviously the favorite right now, and I think it'd be pretty stupid not to give it to him just based on what he's been able to do even without Jamal Murray. But I think Curry should potentially be in second place. See, I don't even think he should be top five. Because, I mean, Embiid, you got... No, I mean, I'll give it to him top five. I'd say Lillard's up there too. And Lillard's had a nice year, and Embiid's had a nice year. I I just think what's been around them is better than what's been around Curry, and I think Curry's been, you know, he's. I know he's in the nine seed right now, but they're only two and a half games back of the Blazers, and I think Lillard's been given a lot more to work with this season than Curry. Oh, no, for sure, but it's just, you it's gotta impress- remember. It's, it's very impressive. You gotta Curry's remember, if they had Clay, then we wouldn't even saying, oh, they don't have less, because you got Clay, Wiggins, and Oubre, you know, you got some pieces. Yeah, no, I mean, but they don't have clay. Like, yeah, no, I know. I'm saying, I'm that. just saying, no, I'm just saying, like, if they did, then like we wouldn't be having this conversation. But no, yeah, because they don't have clay, makes sense. Moving on to the next team, we have the Denver Nuggets. So, speaking of that MVP debate, um, you had the Nuggets at 11, and I had them at nine. So, what do you got to say about the Nuggets? The Nuggets are nice. They've been winning without Jamal Murray, and I'm impressed. I, I think the reason why I had him so low, I made this list a couple days ago, was just due to the fact that Murray had just been out, and I didn't really know how, how to ex- what to expect from him. Um, I really like Michael Porter Jr. He was a guy that I actually wanted the Kings to take over Marvin Bagley at two. I was not a Luka Doncic guy. I was, I was a Michael Porter Jr. guy, and he fell all the way down to the Nuggets, and... Uh, He's finally starting to work out. Yeah, I think he's going to be 50-40-90 this year, I believe. Oh, yeah. He's on that pace right now. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he's averaging 21-7. and seven. Yeah, like, dude, He does not pass the ball, but you know he can shoot that thing. D- dude's insane. So I, I think they still do, do have enough star talent to be able to compete in the playoffs. I, if I could go back, I'd probably put him a little higher, to be honest with you. But um, 
I still think the reason why I did have them fairly low was just the fact that they probably will be matched up with the Lakers with AD and Braun in the first round. And as much as I love Jokic and as much as I love MPJ, ah, that's just tough, man. I mean, to not be one of the top five to six teams in the league right now, you're you're grasping at straws to try to have a um, chance at the finals. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that if they had Jamal Murray, they'd definitely be skyrocketed into one of those top five, six teams definitely, on my list definitely easily. Same. Um, I think you don't really have a competitive edge now without that one-two punch of Murray and Jokic, especially in crunch time. Because, you know, now that you only have Jokic, teams know, okay, focus in on Jokic. Yeah, but it's really unfortunate because I would have given the Nuggets a great shot with Murray. But oh yeah, I I would I would just like sweating when we're in the five seed. They're in the four seed right now. I'm like, damn, dude, I don't think we're getting out. But you know, we caught a break. Um, I don't like their depth right now, though. I don't know if you paid attention to their team right now, but I know they just signed Austin Rivers. I just saw that on your yeah. notes as well. <laughs> yeah, so uh, quit peeking, go man, get your own. But uh, <laughs> I I knew they did sign Austin Rivers already, though. Yeah, no, but uh. Their bench is awful. They have no depth. You got Millsap, who's not Paul Millsap yeah, anymore. You got Austin Rivers, which, I mean, you know, who could be a spark plug for scoring off the bench. Who knows? They made it work with... You got with, Shaquille Harrison. They made it work you with Murray because they had a big three. You and know, they you had got Michael Green. They had a big three. No, this team is not good right now. Well, no, they... but they, Their I'm team is they, not good. I'm saying they made it work good, with Murray. But they're not good now. They don't have Murray. Well, so they're not... But that's my point. They're not good. I agree. That's why we had him at 10. Yo, so, like, yeah... But, like, uh, no, they got no depth. Jokic still deserves MVP. He's played every single game this year. He's averaging 26, 11, and 9. He has 15 triple doubles, and he's shooting 41%. Yeah. They're going to probably keep winning in the regular season, but it's not a team that's going to have any kind of chance in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next team, we got the Portland Trailblazers. I have the Trailblazers. Oh, we both have them at 8. So... You know, I think that Dame, he should be a top five MVP candidate. I think that this is the best team that they've had around him in a while. Um, this is definitely their window to win now. Uh, and they lose, like, potentially a lot of depth in the offseason. Uh, Powell's a uh, free agent. Cantor's a free agent. Melo's a free agent. Zach Collins, you know, all they, the notables. They definitely need to capitalize now, but unfortunately I'm seeing that they're not. They're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. And, um, you know, they're still just one of those – bottom tier playoff teams and it's just yeah, going to be a really tough road for them to do anything real in the playoffs. If there's a team that can do it, I would give it to the Trailblazers. I would too. I would too. They got the star talent like like Curry. You know, they got Dame. It's Yeah, because Dame is literally Curry but he's with done actual pieces. He's like done he it before. Now. And he's done it before. We've seen him upset teams in the playoffs and you know, we know the Blazers have done this before. And I will, another thing, you know, a lot of these teams, their star players and even like bench pieces, people have been getting hurt left and right. People sitting now, you know, this team has been playing all year together for the most part, except for McCollum. You know, he's back now. He's balling. Yeah, yeah. But like Lillard's played 53 games out of the 58 games. Melo's played 57. Covington's played 56. Derek Jones Jr.'s played 51. Cantor's played all 58. Like, you know, they've, they've been playing. They I know that they haven't been playing well right now, but they've been playing together. They've got mean, that yeah. chemistry. Terry Stotts is a good coach. I think that they can make it happen. You know, I think they can make some noise. I don't know how much noise right now. They're seven. So let's just say that they get out of the play-in. They'd be playing the Suns. That's going to be a really exciting series. And the Suns fair, are good they, defensively. They've had a very hard schedule as of late, too. They've, you know, played the, they just lost to the Grizzlies, Nuggets, Clippers. 
um, the Hornets, but they lost to the Celtics, the Heat, and uh, the Jazz. So, I mean, they, they're losing to very good teams. They probably will lose to very good teams in the playoffs, too. Yeah. But giving them the eighth best shot, we're, we're working our way up to the top six, which, in my opinion, I think there are six teams that have really a shot. Um, I don't really, I mean, it depends what you mean by a shot. I probably give these top six teams yeah, no, these, more these than teams a 5% a shot. chance, you know? Yeah, no, they all have a shot, legitimate shot. Uh, starting off with the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks, you had them ranked at seven, and I had them ranked at five. I don't give the Bucks a shot yet. Or wait, do we? Do we? How many? How many teams? I, they're, I, they're in that top five to six range. Top five to six. Okay. Uh, I. I had, let me look at mine real quick. Well, you had them at seven, and I have them at five. Yeah. See, I had my top six teams on my list as contenders, so I don't have the Bucks as a contender either. To be honest with you, um, I like the Bucks. Why? But, why though? Like I don't. You don't you don't have a legit okay I can give you reasons why I think the Bucks are a competitive team and I think that they're gonna make the finals. Give them to me. I just don't think that around Giannis they have enough. I think they're too similar to the Blazers, honestly. Like, yeah, they have that one star, but around him all they're looking at is Drew Holiday, where Drew Holiday really doesn't score enough points to be a true difference maker. Their bench is is nice, but I don't know. I when I see him, Bobby Portis is playing big time minutes for them. They're yeah, just, Bobby Portis is good. Bobby Portis is not good. Bobby Portis is good. Bobby Portis is Bobby Portis is good. You're just tripping. Um, and you're forgetting <laughs> one. No, I'm just trying to clarify. Look at this. He's shooting 48.5% from three. How, on how many a game? That's what I'm looking at. I'm talking like he's <laughs> that, a sniper. I don't know if that matters. He's a shooter. Two and a half. That's career. No, that's right here. That's 2021. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah right. Oh, and it's also fair. Yeah, that's pretty damn solid, actually. He, that like I know it's not like five sh- threes a game, but that's two and a half. That's good enough. He's a good piece. He's a great versatile defender. Um, I don't think you realize that you compared him to the Portland Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers play in the West. This is a much easier road in the East, at least in the beginning. They're not going to be sweating trying to like, oh shit, we played the Boston Celtics. I'm sweating like. The Celtics are good. They're obviously going to be challenging, but I don't think it's a threat. Like I don't. If I'm not going to take, if I'm the Bucks, I'm not taking the Celtics seriously. I'm not taking the Heat seriously. I'm not taking the Hornets seriously. And even if the Hawks fall, I'm not taking them seriously either. I, I think that they have defensive versatility. I think that Giannis is as dominant as ever. I think that Holiday brings that defensive presence that's much needed on the uh, freaking defense. No, no, no. On like the guards, like uh, up court, back court, like, back. No, in the back court. Yes. Jesus. Uh, up court. <laughs> front court, you know, shut up. I, I think the reason why I had the Bucks a lot lower, I'm starting starting to it's starting to come back to me, is I just don't love the way that the East is seated. I have the 76ers rated fairly low too, you're gonna see soon. I just don't love the way that the 76ers and the Bucks, they're gonna have to play each other and the Nets. Yeah, and I would put the Bucks I would I say I don't have the Bucks higher than the other teams, but the reason why I would advocate for the Bucks, I mean, look at the stats. They're first in points, they're fifth in field goal percentage, they're second in three point percentage, they're second in rebounds, and they're fourth in win differential. They can score, they score consistently. 
and they win by big margins. I'll, I'll give you the fact that the Bucks are a good team, but I mean they're five and five in their last ten. I'm not saying that the other two teams are okay, really yeah, that much better. Okay, yeah, the 76ers are five and five they're in their last ten. They're playing and without the Nets are playing. They're both six and four. They're the both last playing 10. without their best players though. The Lakers are four and six. The Mavs are five and five. They got their two best players. So I mean that's kind of an well, irrelevant yeah, the Mavs, argument. The Mavs aren't as, as high as the Bucks. I mean we're talking about teams that are playing without yeah, their I know, best but players I'm saying, right like, now. You're advocating for the Mavericks, saying like, oh yeah, they're so good, but they're not playing well, yeah. any better than the Bucks lately. Well, so I, that's I, an irrelevant It's not like I have the Mavericks above the Bucks either though. Well no, I know, but I, like, obviously I know I'm the Bucks have a better a shot point. than the Mavs. I'm just trying to bring up a point from like earlier because you're just saying like, But I'm not saying that the yeah, Mavs I'm using are better your point than the against Bucks. you. I'm using your point against you is basically what I'm but saying. But I'm still not saying I'm, the Mavs but are better I don't than the care, Bucks. But that doesn't matter. It's just the point of the fact that you can't use the last 10 and say, "Oh, this is the team that they're not good because no, no, they no, haven't no. played good their that, last 10." That's not my entire argument though. My my bigger argument is in the West there's really Two top-tier teams, in my opinion, with the Lakers and the Clippers that I think are the really dangerous teams. I know the Suns and the Jazz are obviously contenders on my list, and they're teams that I think do have potentially a chance of winning the finals. But I think if we're talking about playoff playoff matchups and who some of these teams you know are scared to see, I would so, 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 so much rather face the Jazz or the Suns than the Lakers, Clippers, or any of the top three teams in the East. And the fact that these top three teams in the East, the 76ers and the Bucks, are going to have to play two of them. And in the West, I don't think any of these teams are going to have to, or we obviously saw the teams that are going to have to potentially go through the Clippers and the Lakers rated very low. I just, I don't know. I think winning back-to-back series against really, really, really top-tier teams is virtually impossible. Okay, and you can say the same argument for these other teams, so I don't know what you're. I do. Is. I have the 76ers rated low. I said that. Well, I know, I know, but I'm I just have, saying That's like, why I, just, I have the West teams rated so much like, higher on my list. I know, but you can't... That's not a good argument to use to say, oh, I have them this low because they have to go against tough, tough competition. They're just as tough for the other teams to be going up against. Too. I understand. Look at the Nets. How are the Nets, 24th in defense, going to compete with the best scoring team and one of the most efficient scoring teams? And they I'll don't have any how. size. They don't have any size. I'll tell you how. Because they're only going to need to play one of them. They're going to get to play the... Right now, if the season ended today, and you know the the Hornets were able, or sorry the um, the Hornets were able to defeat the Pacers in the plan, the Nets would have to play the Hornets, and then the winner of Knicks Hawks, and then they would get 76ers Bucks. So they're probably going to be pretty well rested off of back to back sweeps or back to back five game win series, while the 76ers and Bucks are going to be coming off a gauntlet of a seven game series against the other team. I think the 76ers are marginally better than the Bucks because I like. Um, Simmons and Embiid next to each other, and I think even you had the 76ers. Yeah, no, I have again. them higher, but yeah. the, I'm just trying to see, because the arguments it's that you're vi- making... It's, I'm not it's saying the Bucks are necessarily a bad team. I'm saying that the road for them is significantly harder than every yeah, team no, that I have I, above them. And that makes sense. I agree with that, but it's just some of the points that you're making, it's just like, dude, that's not a good point, because it's like, I you can say the shit. same thing. I yeah. should not have talked shit about Bobby Portis. I'm sorry Yeah, Bobby Portis, bro, like, you can't be talking about Bobby <laughs> Portis like that. He beat the shit out of Nikola Mirotic a couple years I, ago. I know. That was sick. And you know how I know that? Because I listened to her pod a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and Nikola Mirotic dipped back to freaking wherever he came the from. The little hole he crawled from. Yeah. Fuck you, Nikola Mirotic. Dude, no, I'm just kidding. Nikola hey, wait, Miritich. he was on the Bucks too. What happened to him? Nikola, isn't, Nikola, isn't he playing in Europe again? Is Nikola he? Mirotic has had a... That's a that, that, that's a name that you don't want to bring up often, in my opinion. Shout out Nikola Mirotic. Sorry if you hear typing right now. We, we got to look up where Nikola Mirotic has been. And while you're doing that, I will continue on to the next team. Um, the Utah Jazz. 
they are ranked seventh on my list and fourth on your list. All right, well, Nikola Mirotic is playing for Barcelona right now, and he's low-key going off. On March 26th, he played against Alba Berlin, dropped 26 on 10 for 17 shooting. Ooh, three steals? Okay. He's averaging 17 points a game, eight rebounds on 45% shooting, and 37 from three. I mean... That's you know, light. He, he, he's, he's a block and a steal a game you about. Know, he's getting paid. He, you know, he played against Lyon Vierbon. All right. So the Utah Jazz. Um, I have him at seven. You have him at four. You want to start since you got him higher rated? Um, yeah, I'm potentially looking at their potential playoff matchups right now because that's how I based a lot of my list on. And I think, once again, the reason why I had him lower than some of these other teams is not necessarily because I think they're a worse team, but this is another team that's going to have to play the Clippers and Lakers just to get through. I think the Jazz are better than the Bucks. I like their depth a little bit better. Oh, see, I do not. Like, like dude, look at the comparison of teams. I, I'm so glad you said that because I actually have... I'm high-level depth. high-level depth? So, like, a top seven players? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm that's not, perfect because I have that written down, actually. Re- that's, read them to me. Read them funny. to me. Let's see. So, I only have it for the West. Uh, I have it for the Lakers, and I don't have it for the Bucks. But oh, okay, we can okay, do okay. the side-by-side. I could still do the same thing. Give, give me the seven for the Jazz. So, the seven for the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell, obviously, he's hurt. So, you know, he could come back rusty or come back hot. Who knows? Uh, Gobert... Conley, Clarkson, Bogdanovich, Ingles, and Royce O'Neal. I love that. That is a nice seven. Compared to a LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond. Oh, well, no, we're talking about Bucks Schroeder. right now. Whoa, 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 Oh, whoa, oh you want to do the Bucks? I okay, want Bucks. Bad. I want Bucks. And I think Bobby Portis is going to be a part of it. And I just... and I would say Bobby Portis is better than Royce O'Neal. What does Royce O'Neal bring to the table? Defense. He can't, he can't score, though. Yeah, but he locks up Braun. I mean, he, he doesn't can't lock, lock up. He That's doesn't lock up Braun, but he he does a good no. job defending LeBron. He is a legitimate LeBron stopper. No. Like that's what he's on the team for. That's what he was brought there to do, and that's what he does when they play the Lakers. He locks up Braun the entire game. He's in the game. But that's it. The that's all. He's game. so one dimensional. You can't have Rudy Gobert, who's one dimensional, and then Royce O'Neal, who's one dimensional. Oh Rudy, no. Go- Rudy Gobert has, no, no, no. has definitely improved in the post. Rudy Gobert is 14th in points, or is for averaging 14 points per game, which is 17th among centers. That's only among centers. That's being generous. I can do it among the whole league, and he'll probably not even crack the top 100, honestly. He's second in rebounds, which, yeah, cool. That's good for you. But it's like, just to put that in perspective, Thomas Bryant I'm gonna give you is the bu- I'm going to give you 14. the buck seven real quick. I'm going to say it's Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, DiVincenzo, Brooke, Brooke, Brooks, PJ Brooke? Tucker, maybe you could. PJ Tucker is a versatile defender, just like Royce O'Neal. Yeah, yeah, PJ yeah. Tucker defended. But, 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 PJ but, Tucker was the center yeah, but, and guarding Anthony Davis. No, no, no. PJ Tucker's comparable. a more. No, yeah, they're comparable. So. Yeah, but but PJ Tucker is the sixth, and Royce O'Neal is the seventh. Well, no. Oh, this isn't an order, is it? I was. Just well, I, I'm just. I'm just. I'm, it's not. I'm not saying it's an order, but I'm saying. So then, why would if, you say he's six? Well, then? because Royce O'Neal is clearly the seventh best player on the Jazz, and the top six are way better than him. And PJ Tucker is basically the same as four, five, six, and seven on the Jazz or on the, on the Bucks. After Giannis, Holiday, and Middleton. Yeah. Okay. It's but role it's like, players. I mean, the Jazz have legitimate, like, like dudes who can create. They have playmakers. They have dudes that can create their own shot. When they go to their bench, Jordan Clarkson scores. The the the, the Bucks turn into this. You know, like they play bench basketball. It's a different. It's a different dynamic. The Jazz are dangerous in the playoffs. We've seen I, it before. They upset the Thunder when. Um, they had, or I, I don't know if they upset him. No, I mean, it's that an, was uh, early. It was, that was, it was early, an upset, but it's not an upset was, because they're not good. I that mean, was like, Mitchell's rookie the, the, year, dude. I the mean, Thunder like, were not. 
good. Like, the Jazz yes, have the experience. No. They're nice. The Jazz, the Jazz are. They don't have experience though. What experience do they have? They got. They've been in the playoffs the, every single year. Of Mitchell's they got career. bumped out of the first round. They got. They got. They blew a three-one lead. Like you're not good. I'm not giving it to you. To who? Who did they lose? The Nuggets. That's true. Like they're not good. They haven't been anywhere. I don't know if they blew three one. Yes, they blew a three one lead because they blew the three one lead. The Clippers blew a three one lead after that, and it was like the first time that the like ever in NBA history a team's won back to back three one lead. Well, this is a different team. They weren't forty four and fifteen this is a that different year. Different team. No, dude, this is the same team. It's just they got hot at the right time when the Lakers are resting their players because they had the shortest offseason ever. The Clippers are doing load management. Jamal Murray's out. Like, it's, yeah, I don't blame the Jasper for being the one seed. It's not that hard. No one else is trying right now. Like, they have so much more to prove and to compete for than any of the other top five teams in the West right now. I, I agree. Say. I didn't have the Jazz that ranked that high. You on had them at four. Where did you have them? I had five? them at seven. Jeez. I don't think they're good. I, mean, I don't, who, who, listen, who, I don't Who like did you have at five and six? Well, we'll get to that. Well, no, well, no, no, but I mean, I think we've already passed it. No, we haven't. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah, no, this is... No, who did you have at 5 and 6? We're not at 5 and 6 yet. On we're at 6. We're not there yet. Where did I have the chance? Yeah, no. Oh, oh, I had... I can't say 6, well, but oh, I had well, the yeah. Bucks. He, he, he did have the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, see, no, I, yeah, I, I... But that's our only discrepancy. It's basically just the Bucks-Jazz debate. And I mean... Yeah, and I, I think that... The, I think they're definitely close, but I'm taking the Jazz. I prefer their their 7-man playoff rotation over well, the Bucks. Th- I think it comes down to the pure dominance of their number ones. I think Giannis is more dominant, and obviously, he is. it depends. And I, my argument too was that Donovan Mitchell's hurt; he's going to be rusty coming in. You know, I don't know. That's a potential worry. You can't make that argument when no, you got the Lakers number one on your list, and I'm only saying that one because we already revealed it at the beginning. But you have the Lakers yeah. number one on your list; you can't make the argument that no, someone's going right. to come in rusty. Like, That's not working for me. But no, okay, so. Forget the comparison of the Bucks. <laughs> just putting it in the Western Conference. I don't like their matchup against the Lakers and the Clippers. I don't either. And More so the Lakers. Because Rudy Gobert, I don't know what you're going to do against Drummond and Anthony Davis. Who, who do we have above the Jazz? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. But my, my, my reasoning for, for having the Jazz above the Suns, for example, is I think the Jazz are probably a better team than the Suns. They've been doing it for longer. They're, they mm-hmm. have more playoff experience. I can tell you why. There's, well, I'm, there's, I'm just, no, no, no. I'll, there's, I'll, no. Well, I have the Suns rated high. I'm trying to explain why I have the Suns rated higher than the Jazz. Oh, you had them rated higher? I did. Look at it, I think. No, I guess I didn't. Yeah, see, that's why I had the bullshit. Well, I, sh- I should have. I oh, mean, actually, no, I shouldn't. I don't know. All of these teams are going to have to play the Clippers and the Lakers, so I don't really give any of them a shot is my point. It's going to be the Clippers or Lakers coming out of the, the, the West, and the East is going to be the Nets, 76ers, or Bucks, and I give the Nets the best shot of it just because they only have to play the 76ers or Bucks once. Yeah, no, I just, I can't, for all the people at home who think, oh, the Jazz are the clear favorites out the West, there's just too many holes in their game. Like, they're third in points per game. But they're 16th in field goal percentage. Like, you're not as efficient at shooting the ball as you are scoring. Um, you're first in three-pointers made and third in three-point percentage, but you're 22nd in assists. You don't distribute the ball that well. I'll give it to you. You can shoot, but you got a hole. You don't pass the ball that well. You're first in blocks, but you're 29th in steals, and you're 23rd in points allowed in the paint. What? You have Rudy Gobert, but you're 23rd in points in the paint? How does that make sense? Oh, we have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, well, and Andre Drummond. Just, that's probably just because that's not how they choose to get their points. I no, bet- no, no, no. They allow twenty-three. 
13, oh, oh, they okay, allow. Okay. Well, then that's probably because they have good perimeter defense. Then what's their well, perimeter defensive stats? They don't have that because it's points in the paint and then overall scoring. Like that's just a general like you know. Well, that, like, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, so like that's but no, no no. But my point is Rudy matter. Gobert. You no, know, that does matter because what are the matchups? Rudy Gobert is a centerpiece of your team, and we're going to expose him because obviously he's allowing twenty third in the. Points and pain allowed. I mean, that doesn't necessarily no, because mean that's Rudy Gobert's fault. Maybe that mean, it just but depends that's a on the matchup. Well, either, either way, it doesn't matter because we can expose that because we're in a prime position to expose that. We are big. We have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Andre Drummond. There's no way you're going to stop that. Yeah, but you don't know if points in the paint necessarily means that's Rudy Gobert's fault. Well, no, it could be the guards' way, fault leaving a lot but of that, that makes it you don't have But that makes it even better. That helps my argument more. But you don't have guards that can give up. Dennis Schroeder, eh, LeBron mean, yeah. James. LeBron James plays point guard for us. Alex Cruz is athletic. I know, but he, does, but he doesn't Kuzma. have a guard guard. Kyle Kuzma. He'll have Royce O'Neal on him. No, he won't. Yeah, he will. He'll have LeBron James. LeBron James and Royce O'Neal will be on each other. That's what I'm saying. So, LeBron, so Royce O'Neal will be on LeBron is what I'm saying. You think Royce O'Neal's going to stop LeBron James? No, but I think he, you just said LeBron plays point guard. Yeah, he does. I know, but it's not like a point guard is going to be guarding him. Royce O'Neal does. But that's not my point. He's still gonna blow by Royce O'Neal because he's, Royce O'Neal's not gonna I mean, stop LeBron. I mean, he'll, he'll blow by him as much as he doesn't, like you know, any other great we're defensive on the Nets. player. We're on the Jazz too much. Fuck the Jazz. Uh, the next team we got is the Nets. And fuck the Nets too, honestly, man. I don't like the Nets. You had them at six, or I had them at six. You had them at three. I don't know how you could not like the Nets. They only need to play the the like I said. They, they only need to yeah, play the 76ers matchups, or Bucks. But I don't think they're coming out of the finals, or I don't think they're coming out of the East. I don't think they're making the finals. Well, well, then who do you think is coming out of the East? Either the 76ers or the Bucks. But and and I just don't like. You have to understand matchups matter more than no, you no, no. think. Matchups matter, but you have to understand defense matters way more than any of that. Look at the past 25 years. I stole this stat from Colin Coward. He probably stole it from someone else. So shout out to whoever created this stat. The past 25 years, if you look at the NBA Finals, they've all been top 10 defenses. The only time, except except for one, the only time that the team was outside of the top 10, they were 11th. And that team was the 0-1 Lakers, to which the year before that, they were the number one defense. Yeah, but they I, I know 11. the stat you're talking yeah. about. I heard and, him say this. And guess what? In the playoffs, what were they ranked in, def- in terms of defense? I'm not sure. Tell me. They were first. I actually did so, know that. I, I don't know why I said that. but <laughs> just wanted the suspension. Yeah. The Nets are currently ranked 24th in defensive rating. They are god-awful at defense. Their core, their three superstars have played seven games together total. Yeah, and they're going to play every game together in the playoffs. Yeah, but I do- that doesn't matter. Like, you, like, can't, you can't create chemistry in the playoffs. Look at the Clippers last year. Doc Rivers, when they showed up in the bubble, I know this isn't the bubble and it's different, but it's the same situation or circumstance, not whatever the hell. But like Doc Rivers, like we don't have chemistry. I don't know what to do with you guys. And look, it it showed in the bubble in the playoffs when they were playing the Nuggets. Well, yeah, a team that has chemistry. That'd be that'd be an argument. Well, that would be that would be an argument. But that would be an argument if they weren't playing well together in the games that they are playing in the games that they are playing together. Well, no, but I think the Clipper, the- look at the Clippers last year. They were they not playing well together the whole year. They were. They were going off, and everyone's like, oh, wow. Like, when they beat the Lakers Christmas Day, everyone's like, I don't know. They weren't oh, going wow. off. They were an 8 no. seed. The they, Clippers? Yeah, they were like a 6-7-8 seed. Were they oh, oh, last year. Last year. Yeah, I'm talking about when they were raw, dude. What are you talking about? I thought you were talking about a couple no, years ago. No, I don't care about what they were a couple years Do- ago. Doc I'm wasn't talking... their coach last yes, year, was he? Yes, he was. Oh, I thought he, he went a couple the... years ago. No, he, he got fired last year, and he was looking at his team last year in the bubble and was like, dude. We don't have chemistry. Yeah, but we you can say that, but they were no, no, still no. in the conference finals. No, they weren't. They waited to the second round and got bumped. 
Oh, they did lose in the Dude, second. That's like, right. yes, they're not good. Like, or they're not. You have to have. I'm chemistry. telling you right now, whoever's the one no, seed in the East the Nets, will win. No, the Nets. And, and I mean, the 76ers could be it, but if Dude, the Nets can just, finish with the one seed, they're gonna, no, they're gonna, no, they're gonna be no, in the finals. No. Like, you're just missing the point. That's not how it works. You have the team. Ha- like, you it can't does, just be like, though. oh, boom. Yeah, because that you have to look at the team itself and how they perform. I've seen seven games between Harden, Durant, and Kyrie. Durant and the, the past- seven games they were dominant because how do you the- do? Pull up the stats. Do you have the stats? I don't. Again? Then how do you know? Because I know they were. How they're do you the, know? Because they're the do you know for sure? Do you? No, I don't. But I, I don't, but you were. don't either. So how can I, you say that? Well, you can't I, say it so definitively. No. How are you going to pull that stat up? It's not a stat that you can pull up. Well, yeah. Next, so I'm next. not going to be able to. So then don't say that if you can't have definitive evidence of it. Like you can't make that point when it's not true. Because I know I they were, but I don't I have, have the stat. But I, I've, I've heard so people. I've heard people say that they were. Like I know they were. I know they were dominant in the seven games together. Listen, people at home. I say that the Nets suck. Oh, someone heard that I said that they suck. So now that they're going to believe that the Nets fucking suck. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, the Nets, they don't have defense. They don't have chemistry. Yeah, Those but they are only, the only going to have one series against the top team. But so it doesn't I give them matter. A better and that's chance. the one series that the, they can fucking get knocked out. Like, if, I, if, if I mean, they're not. Are they, Do you think they have any chance of losing to the no, Knicks, Hawks, no, Celtics, no, the Heat, no, Hornets, or Pacers? No, no, no or they're going to win it. No. So, they, so, they, they, so you think there's a 100% chance that they make it to the conference finals if they finish with the one seed, basically? Not 100%, but, like, they're going to make it. So, like, that being said, 76ers and Bucks is going to be a good series. One of those teams is going to have to lose, so I don't know how you can rate either one of those teams higher than the Nets. Why wouldn't I be able to? I think they're a better team. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're talking about something that I don't care about. It doesn't matter about, oh, they have to play this and that. That's the playoffs every year. Like, look at, like, it just, I don't know. I don't have a good example to bring up right now, but, like, it's just... When well, look at look at the Raptors. The year that they made it to the finals and they won, yeah. they played the 76ers on a game-winning miracle shot, and then they had to play Giannis. I know it was and very unlikely. And then they had to go and play the Warriors, and they won. So boom, very unlikely. Example, very unlikely. Well, it still happened. There's an example right there. There's an example right there. So you can't use that argument. Well, I'm just, not. Sa- I'm not saying it's impossible. That's why I still have the. I mean, I still say the the, the yeah, 76ers are contenders, and you know, like I, you know, I. I know these things are possible. I don't. It's not like I have these teams at the bottom of my, of my list or anything. But Wait, looking, realistically, I would never put any of my money on the 76ers, or, or I would never put any of my money on the second or third teams to I'm win. Just telling you That's right not now, a smart I, bet because for, they're going to have two matchups that are more difficult than the Nets won. You need to stop thinking in that one like train of thought and that tunnel vision. Like I get that point. But you have to look at it outside of this. Just look at the matchups. Forget that. I the- think the Nets, 76ers, and Bucks are all the same, basically, is what I'm saying. Like, I In think terms they're all, of what? How good they are. I think they're oh, all comparable. They're no, but comparable. Look at, but look I think, look at the, I think the series stop, will be stop, close no matter what. Matchup. Look at the matchups like, for the 76ers and the Nets especially. Like, Embiid. You got Ben Simmons, who's going to be the defensive player of the year. You have Matisse Stiebel. You have Danny Green. You have... Uh, Versatility on defense. I mean, DeAndre Jordan's going to do DeAndre a Jordan's decent not good. job on he, Joel Embiid. DeAndre Jordan's having the worst defensive box plus minus he's had in I know, his career. But he's still a big dude no, who's going to be not, able to stand no, there. That's he is. A, that doesn't. He could be a. St- Rudy Gobert is arguably the best defender in the league right yes. now, and they are. Tw- I'm not saying this is his fault, but this have obviously he has to contribute to this stat. They are 23rd in points allowed in the paint. I'm not saying that's his fault. But if he's not doing dominant, he's not dominant in the paint. 
then how do I expect DeAndre Jordan, who's washed and old and sucks cock, to be like? Because who's that stat is who's, kind of irrelevant to what the Jazz are. Because Rudy Gobert is dominant in the paint. He does dominate. And he can't. In the no, paint. and he can't guard outside of the paint. So that's my point. If he can't guard outside of the paint, and he's not that good inside of the paint. He is though. They're allowing the most twenty seven teams allow more points to them in the paint. I know, but that's a misleading stat. Be, be, oh, no, if, I could see it's if, misleading. If, but if, if you're trying to say that Rudy Gobert is a not good at interior defense, that is a very no, misleading I'm not saying, stat. No, 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 I'm not saying because he's I bet not if you, good. I don't, no, no, no. I don't know for sure. I can't find I'm just this stat. But if you found Rudy Gobert's... Like points allowed in the paint himself. Point, no, yeah, I get it. Like I'm not good. even points allowed in the paint, but his field goal percentage against... and Yeah, whatever. All know, that bullshit. PER, whatever. I guarantee you Rudy Gobert is dominant in the paint like any other time. No, that's why he's... No, that's not the point I'm trying to make. You're sitting too much on Rudy Gobert. I'm talking about the fact that if Rudy Gobert is getting exposed at some point, DeAndre Jordan's going to get exposed every time. Joel Embiid will fucking cook him easily every time. Not like one stop. And so what are the Bucks going to put on him? Bobby Portis? Brooke Lopez is a good defender. Oh my God. You can't try and tell me that no, Brooke, Brooke Lopez, Lopez is any better of a defender than is, DeAndre Jordan. He is. They're you, comparable. Do you not watch the NBA? DeAndre Jordan is awful, and Brooke Lopez is Brooke Lopez is not a good defender. Yes, Joel Embiid will, will cook Brooke Lopez every time, and that's why I have the 76ers above the Bucks, and that's why I have the 76ers as my favorite to come out the East because I think that the 76ers have size, have depth, have listen. I, I'm not going to argue with that because I think the 76ers can easily finish above. I don't want to touch too. on the 76ers, but I have to touch on the 76ers right now. They have the most like diverse and best team like around their stars. Out of any of these teams. Other than the Clippers, I no, agree. No, they have the better... Look at the Clippers team. They it's have wrong. Terrence Mann. Who's Terrence Mann to be starting right now? I mean, it's because Rondo's out and he'll be back. Yeah, but it's just not... He's not... I don't like their team. I don't. I think Boogie's overrated. I don't think Boogie's like. Matters. I think that like, Rondo's overrated. Rondo for is them, not overrated for them. I don't think he's gonna mesh well with them. He already. Ha- what do you mean he's not gonna mesh well? Look, let's see what he's. Let's see what he's done in his games. I've seen a couple of Clippers games with Rondo, and he's playing just like he did with every other team. I mean, Rondo is amazing because I mean, Rondo kind of reminds me of Chris Paul in a way that any team he goes to, he immediately takes responsibilities. I mean, in his last game, he had nine, six, and seven. Uh, 10, 4, and 8, and that. Yeah, he's had some bad games, I guess. Yeah, I just don't... This was the game that I watched him in, I think, was the Suns. It was 15, 3, and 9. Like, no, obviously, like, I don't think Rondo's not good, but you're not going to get a consistent Rondo that's just like, oh, like, how he was in the playoffs for us last year, I think that was the last little bit of juice that he could, like, give in, like, a consistent, like, stretch of games. Not like, oh, yeah, he can blow out for a game. Like, I know, obviously, any player is capable of blowing up for a game, like, 15... Nine and three in nineteen yeah. minutes, like yeah. But like you're also gonna get a lot of uh, six one and four or four five and five. But like, Rondo's six one and fours are oh, no, better fi- than any other player. Oh no, listen, I mean he, that doesn't he, matter. He makes, he, he, that doesn't he, matter. Man. It does. Just, no, it doesn't because it's not good. It's not gonna be a, making the difference at the end of the day. Because I just don't think that the Clippers are good enough in the first place. I don't think that they have the chemistry. That's still the I would issue. rather have Rondo on my team. Or what like, team are we at right now? We got distracted. I was trying to talk about the know. Nets, but you just started going off. I, I think we should just say the rest of our list and then debate who, who we think is coming yeah, out. Yeah, okay. So I got – okay, so next. I would rather have Rondo than DiVincenzo on my team, just saying. The last the four we got is the Sixers, Suns, Clippers, Lakers. Lakers one, Clips two, Suns three, Sixers four. Uh, I have – the Sixers at four. You had them at five. 
So yeah, you can probably yeah, kind of tell Sixer, based on what we're saying. Listen, but. the Sixers is all I'm gonna say. They got the most dominant. I think they're the most dominant team in the East. Go to the top right there. I think that they're the most dominant team in the East. Um, you know, they're just they got size, they got length, they got shooting, they got defense, they distribute the ball well, they got great coaching, they got veteran presence, they got young talent, they got depth. Like, what more can you ask for? They have all of the makings of being a championship team. They are like everything that the Nets aren't, the 76ers are. Um, they get to the line the most and make the most free throws. Um, they're middle of the pack in field goal percentage and three point percentage, which isn't like yay, but like, you know, it's good enough. Top five in rebounding, first in blocks, first in steals, six in win differential. They're great defensively, they're great offensively. They've got the pieces. I think that they're going to make it work. Embiid looks like an MVP. Simmons is Defensive Player of the Year in my eyes. Um, you know, you got veterans like Dwight, Danny Green, George Hill, Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, Mike Scott. Like, Dwight's got a championship now. Danny Green's been there. He's won three rings with three different teams. I completely agree on like, the Sixers, like, yeah. Dude, they got young players. They got Simmons. Embiid's still young. Tyrese Maxey. Matisse. And, like, Tyrese Maxey's good. Matisse Thibault's good. Shake Milton is good. Korkmaz is decent. But and I had, <laughs> but like I, this team is just like I can't not give it to them. The Nets—they've played seven games together. They don't play together. The Sixers have been healthy. Like Embiid has played a majority of the game. I know he was hurt for a little, but he's played most of the year. Simmons has played most of the year. If I'm one of, if I'm both of these teams, the Nets and the 76ers, I'd be fighting for this one seed. Oh, dude, this is Regardless crucial. of what you said, it's so crucial. I'm, oh, no, it, it is crucial, but I'm just opinion, trying to have you see it in a different light. Like, well, no, just look at the matchups themselves. I, 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 I know the matchups. I know the matchups. But who on the 76ers is D'ing up those three dudes, Durant, Harden, and Kyrie in a series? They don't have three they, dudes. Dude, they, they got Simmons, they got Matisse Thibel, and they got Danny Green. I'm not saying they're going to lock them up, but you got – no, no. Here's the oh, thing. No. They're great defensively as a whole, as a unit. So they can play schematically. To, like the Lakers did this against the Rockets. Schematically, lock them up together. Don't do be individual defenders and get caught up in the ISO. If you stick to the game plan of uh, like just – all work together like a zone. I don't know. What the as fuck as much as I hate to say it, I don't think this argument's going to matter because I think I think the Sixers will probably finish above the Nets. I mean, Harden's still out for what seems to be like I another hope, month. I, I really and do not like the Nets. You can't put a team together. The Sixers are only half a game behind the Nets right now for that one seed. Yeah. And, and with Embiid coming back, and I I don't know. I don't I don't see the Nets being able to keep up what they have been keeping up with. You know, just Kyrie Irving. They're not deep. They're they're not a good team without all three of their stars. I'll be honest. When they only have one or two of their stars, they're not a good team. So they really they have no depth. I know they depend on their three stars. But when those three stars come together, if they can, if they can somehow maintain this first seed and not need to go through back to back series of the 76ers and Bucks, I still am taking the Nets to come out of the East and every I, time. And I know, like, I can't really use this argument because Lakers are out right now. But it's like LeBron, at least at minimum, does not have. Injury history. He doesn't. No. Not KD, at all. when is the last time you've been even this year, bro? Like you're not even playing. The past like couple games that he's played, like I don't know the stat. Like the within the past twenty five games he's played or something like that, he left the game like six seven times. Like he doesn't finish games either. He like you get hurt too much. I know man. he does. He does. Kyrie's the same issue. So it's like, wh- who's gonna be on the court for them? Like I hope. I hope. 
that the Nets are at full strength, just so I can see them get their asses kicked that, that, at full strength. That's why I think it'd be so dangerous for the Nets to not end up with the first seed, because I don't yeah. think they will last back-to-back -back series. That's I what think I'm the saying. Nets have the most to lose in this situation. They do. They Out do. of they, the three teams? They, oh, they, yeah. they, need, they need their stars back right now. They yeah. need to figure this out. They need that one seed. Because if they can get that one seed... I think they could coast through beating the the you know the Hornets Whatever and the first matchup the, Horn is, yeah. the Hornets and I think the Knicks net series would be fun and interesting. Dude, I think the Knicks could take them to six. I think they could take them to six, but I still think the right there. Like if the net if the Knicks can take them to six well, in the second what round. What I was gonna say. What I was gonna say. I think they would take them to six, but I still think the Nets would relatively coast to the series. They would dude, take them to defense, six. I don't know, dude. Their defense. I think they would take them to six because they'd still be trying to you know give Durant and you know Harden no, and they Kyrie will. time. And, I agree because you know, they don't have Mitchell Robinson right now. If they had that dominant yeah. big man in the middle, I think it would make it even like harder for them but you know they don't i just think the, the nets are going to take every opportunity they can to baby their players and try to not to not let them play and give them rest yeah and, that's why harden's out right now yeah exactly against it's just all man against the knicks i think they would and i think you know they'd still be able to beat the knicks even while doing that and they'd be well rested for 76ers bucks series and i i think they're gonna i think they'd walk through it um, it could go either way though I, I i worry about this nets chances of keeping the one seed in the west we got between the uh, Clippers, Suns, and Lakers. Those are oh uh, yeah. So we got the top three. three. We got the Suns first, which you said you wanted them higher at six, and I had them at two. I have them above the Clippers. Um, reason for that, I just I watched the Suns once, like in the very beginning. I'm like, damn, dude, this team's been playing together for years. Like they just look fluent on both ends of the floor. They, they're a great team. I think they're perfect top to bottom to win a championship. Yeah, there's so many different possibilities for how these Western Conference standings can finish. The top three seeds are separated by two and a half games. And then, you know, the bottom, you know, six through ten are only separated by three. So there's still a lot of movement, a lot of potential for certain teams to not have to play certain teams. So I'm not even really going to use that one right in these teams. I just, I'm going to, I still have the Jazz above the Suns too. But I, I think the Clippers have by far the best roster around their two stars. Um, and then I'm going to follow them up by the Lakers and then the Jazz and the Suns kind of tied behind them. And I, I would say the Suns have a better team but than the Jazz. But I, I think it really matters who they're going to have to play. If Oh, for sure. I if, think yeah. If the Clippers are going to have to play, you know, if I don't know how it would end up like this, but if they got to play the, the Lakers and the Jazz or the Lakers and the Suns in back-to-back -back series or something like that, I worry for him. You know, that's that's a tough, that's a tough, tough road. And kind of any of these teams in the West is going to give you a tough road. But I think once you're in those top five seeds, it's a lot tougher. Yeah. Um, and just to keep going on the Suns more specifically, I will get to the Clippers and Lakers true, later. True, true, true. Uh, you know, I think adding Chris Paul. Chris Paul has is like a mini LeBron. He just has that LeBron effect where you take him, put him on any team. And he'll make, make him better. better. Exactly. Yep. Like, and not just better. Like, you're competing. Like, look at the Thunder, Thunder last year. No, that was amazing. They, they were supposed to be one of the bottom feeders. Oh, they took the Thunder, or not the Thunder, the Rockets to seven games, and it came down to the final shot that Harden blocked. Like, I would argue what he did last year was more impressive than what he did this year. I mean, obviously, mm, I don't know, dude. That's it's, it's close. It's close. Like, obviously, I mean. yeah, that Suns team was one piece away from, like, blowing up, and obviously Chris Paul was that piece, but, like, I think it's still just as impressive. It depends the Suns what they do in the playoffs. Have always been bottom feeders. It dude. depends what they can do in the playoffs. You know, it yeah. depends on. I mean, I no, because dude, the Suns have been so shit for so long. They've been easily the worst organization 
next to the Timberwolves the past five years. Do you give the Suns any chance of maybe a first round? Or sorry, do you give the Suns any chance of like a first round upset? Maybe like if the Blazers. Blazers Ooh, are yeah, known for no. upsetting. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, if the season ended right now, it's something that you got to look at. A team with not a lot of playoff experience going against a team that has see, experience but they got upsetting cri- teams. No, no, but see, they got they got enough guys. Like Crowder's been in the finals. Chris Paul's definitely, been in the conference definitely. finals. As crazy as it sounds, I'm using Cameron Payne as a veteran. You oh, know God. why? He's made it to the conference finals on the Thunder. He's made it to the playoffs. He look at Cameron Payne in the bubble last year. Did you not see him go off? He fucking went off. He was a G leaguer. Cameron Payne wasn't playing in the conference finals on the Thunder, though. Yeah, he was. was he was he on the really? team. Yeah, he, he, he was wasn't on the like, team, but he was not no, he was playing, playing minutes. Cameron Payne was playing on the Thunder. Ooh, I don't know. I'm yeah, not, he was. I'm not. I'm not even willing to look this up. But I, that's, no, I mean, like, that's I'd, funny. Listen, he wasn't like a top five player on the team, but like he was contributing. You know, like that's what I mean. Like he's not like I'm not gonna sit and over glorify him. Like, oh yeah, he. He was that dude, but like he did his thing. I'm just saying, of the Jazz, Clippers, Lakers, and Suns, you can you know say say different if you think different. But I think of those top four Western Conference teams that I think kind of are the four top consensus. Now that the Nuggets lost Murray, I give the Suns the best chance of potentially getting upset in the first round. I don't even care who it's against, but I just I think they're the weakest first round matchup in my opinion. I don't know, dude. I just they're like. The thing that surprises me the most is their defense. How good it is! And it's, it's, it's not because so the, good. It's not because the Suns are a and bad like, they're team. They're great offense. No, I get it. Like, they just, don't have the experience. Yeah, but like, exactly. But like, I just think that Devin Booker, like, that's not going to affect them. I think Devin Booker is just a baller, regardless. You know, Chris Paul's there too. Like, you got your backcourt is solidified in the playoffs. I think you know. I would be worried about Aiton. I would be worried about like, look, you got Sarge too. Sarge's been in the playoffs with the true, Sixers. True. Like, they. They got enough playoff experience. I don't think that's an issue. I like like I think they're the most well-rounded team. Not the most, but like No, I think they're the most well-rounded team. Maybe it's just my own bias, but I just I couldn't imagine in you know, in any alternate universe or anything, the Clippers, Lakers, or Jazz losing in the first round and I could see the Suns getting upset. That's the team uh, that no, I see. I mean getting my upset argument is that does. I think that they just all have equal odds, which is zero. I think that they're all coming up. Yeah, I mean, that's no, fair. I would actually no, I would say the Jazz have the highest odds, but like like barely. It's gonna be really interesting if the Lakers drop down a spot and we get a Lakers Clippers first round. I don't think Lakers are dropping us because Jeez. I mean, Lakers Clippers first round. Oh my god. We got AD back. He looks like shit, but you know he's back. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, LeBron's coming back in a week. So I think the the Western Conference standings are pretty solidified. I think the Clippers could potentially move over the Suns. That's there's only a half game between them, and then the bottom's gonna be. Moving all around, but like I said, the bottom teams don't really matter. Yeah, um, and I think now all we got left is our Clippers Lakers debate. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna hit you with why I don't have the Clippers as my even second team. Go for it. They don't got any dominant presence in the paint. You got Zubac. Ibaka's been out, and when he's been in, he hasn't been good. He's had the worst uh, defensive plus minus of his career. And but is that bad? No, it's it's bad. No, he's not like he's not good right now. Okay, okay. I'll, and, I'll I mean, take your word fair, for it. To be fair, he's been hurt. But like when he was playing, he wasn't that good. Like he wasn't when the when they got him from the Raptors, I was like, oh fuck. But like he's not playing like how he was on the Raptors. Um, Zubac, you know, Zubac is a starting center right now. He's twenty eighth in blocks per game among centers. So it's like 
I just think a lot of, in my opinion, a lot of the offensive and defensive like rating stats this year are kind of misleading, just the way the season's been. I just, mean, because it's easy to score a bucket this year. It's exactly, the easiest exactly. it's ever been. And, but and, like, it's, you still have to look at. Like, it still gives. It's you obviously like, something you need to look at. But I'm not surprised that Ibaka does have his worst in his career, just considering it is this season, and he's been kind of a defensive stopper his entire career. You know. Yeah, but it I doesn't surprise me. It's not a. It's not a, it's not a good stat, obviously. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that's a good thing. But I still like the Clippers' rim protection. I just think the Clippers have more depth. And I honestly, like, I love LeBron and I love Anthony Davis. But I think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are essentially equal. You know, I don't... I, I don't, just don't think... But I, don't give, I don't give any pair of superstars the edge. I think they're I, basically equal, equal. So I solely look at the role players when I compare these teams. And I love what the Clippers have been doing. I know you were talking trash on Terrence Mann. But no, Terrence Mann's good. He but can he's shoot. Not, no, no, no. He's good. I was Luke playing. Kennard. Luke Kennard Luke is Kennard's a serious great. scoring and shooting threat. Up. They got Rajon Rondo still. They do. You know, they have multiple guys that they can try out at the big man positions. You know, they got Zubac. They got Serge Ibaka. But that does not. I know, good. but chances are at least one of like them are really having a good playoff series. No, but they're they're getting fucked on. Like, I hope you know, LeBron is going to be Duncan. He's fucking nuts I get it. I in get their it. face. AD. They do have depth, though. They have the depth. But that doesn't matter. They're not good. Like, we have we have depth. And we're... Like, look at, listen to the big mans. Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, and Montrezl Hale as our fucking three-man rotation for the big man. It's that's, nice. It's that's nice. the best big man trio I've heard of ever. Not ever, but, like, in a while. I'd be. I'm really excited. I hope it's Clippers Lakers in the conference finals. I hope finals. so too, dude. I hope I the Clippers look. Is don't that possible? Bail out. Is that possible? So it's gonna be a three-two in the in the. It's gonna be. It, yeah, yeah no, no, it no, will no. be. It'll be conference finals if the if the season were to end today and I, if the Lakers stay in the four-five, which they most likely will. I, I just the problem with the Clippers, they better not bail on us again. That's my thing because I think they're gonna be the ones to lose, not us. Just because like they, again, it's the same issue as it was last year. I don't think they fixed the issue. And Tyron Lue is not a better coach to be like, oh hey, he's not a better fix- coach. Yeah, no, he's not a better coach than Doc Rivers. I don't, like I don't, I don't think that they're directly trying to fix the issue. I think they're just kind of running it back. Which but that doesn't help because you've I know it doesn't help. Feel- listen, I, I know, I know, I know you, you've only given it one chance though. And I think Paul the Clippers George- have played the most games. Paul George has played forty four. Pat Bev has played thirty one. Ibaka's played thirty one. You got new guys coming in and Rondo and Demarcus Cousins. You got to get. I know and they're, they're all. Bad. I mean, you're naming stars right now. Like you're naming stars great that players. haven't played, but they haven't played, and they're not. I know. I'm they just, haven't messed it. I'm. I understand. Just, I'm like, assuming they're going to play though in the but, playoffs. Okay, no, no, no. That's my assumption. No, most I get, of them at least. No, I'm assuming they're playing too. We but, haven't even mentioned Demarcus Morris. I'm assuming that they're playing, but I'm saying that they haven't played together, so they're not going to mesh well. I know that I can say this all I want, but and you're going to not agree with it. We have to wait and see until this— They could we not have to mesh wait. well. We ha- no, we've already seen them not mesh well once. So wh- if they haven't sat and fixed the issue, then how are they going to mesh well this year? If you didn't sit and nip it at the butt, say, hey— Let's build this chemistry. Well, then, you don't know what they've been doing. They they might the, have been. The, I just told you that the guys aren't on the court playing together. So how can you sit and say that they're meshing when they're not sitting and meshing well, yeah, and playing together? Maybe they're building chemistry in but other ways. But that's not how you. But that's not. I don't how, know. No, but that's not how it works. You have to build on court chemistry. Based on the based on what I've seen from the Clippers this season, they've had a better record wise season than the Lakers. But that I mean, doesn't. They that play, means nothing. They, they've the been Lakers playing like they have better chemistry. No, whoa, whoa! You want okay? This you know I don't want to say this, but like <laughs> I didn't the, la- say, listen, 
Listen, it's right? coming out now. What's coming? Anthony Davis, right? Anthony he was supposed Davis. to be Defensive Player of the Year last year. Not Giannis. Anthony Davis was. I don't know enough. I don't know enough to, no, to, no, no. to argue it, it against was, that. I'll was, give you that. It was a well-known thing that I remember them being close. Yes. but I don't. I don't. Okay, remember. He, he was runner-up. Yeah, I remember they were close. We were number one in defensive rating when we had Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Anthony Davis goes out. Where are we at? Oh, we're still number one. LeBron James goes out. Where are we at? We get even better. Our defensive rating goes up when could, they go out. It could just be because of the, your play style, though. Maybe you're. We have slower. a better. No, we have. You know what the Lakers? The Lakers have the luxury of having two coaches. We have a defensive-minded coach in Frank Vogel. Obviously, I just told you that we get better defensively when our good, our star defensive player and our star player that runs the court is out. So we have a defensive-minded coach. And then we have LeBron James as our offensive-minded coach on the court. So we have the luxury of having two coaches. The Clippers don't have – Clippers barely have one coach. And they don't – and like – Maybe too many voices is a bad thing. I don't know. It's not too many – no. Because, you know, you have one specialized in defense. Obviously, it's showing we're still number one. Bro, who do we have playing right – even before Drummond. Like, who did we have? We had Montrez Harrell. Schroeder was out too. You know, Dr- Dr- Drummond has been a huge pickup for you guys. I think. Well, no, that's... I know, but I'm saying like this is even before Drummond. Yeah. Like, we got no. We got KCP, Caruso, Kuzma's competent on defense. This is the first time I've seen Kuzma like actually like wow. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's it, trying. It just takes a couple of years. I mean, you know, they're I, getting better. I just think that like the main thing is that we can expose their weaknesses so much harder than they can expose our weaknesses. Like, I feel like we're much more of a complete team. They're more well-rounded in the sense of their depth and the players that they have. But our players know how to play their role and have already played their role. And you can sit and say, oh, well, LeBron and Anthony Davis are out right – or LeBron's out right now, so, like, they're getting the ball more. They're going to not know how to play once LeBron gets back. No, they're going to know how to adjust because guess what? They've already done it before. In, in a matchup vacuum, I think you're right. I think the Lakers do probably match up better We're gonna than the Clippers. We're going to out-scheme them, out-match yeah, I mean, out them, out-rebound them. Is, is what I see. Yeah. But I'll, I still think the Clippers are going to outshoot you guys. And in, in a shootout game, I worry. And I, I think, I think, no, I think there's going to be at least three games in the series that are just complete shootouts, and you can't hang with the Clippers in a shootout. I think we can, though. because No, listen. Here, here's the thing. Maybe. The reason why I say this is because I know this is the beginning of the season. We're where we're at now, and we're not there anymore. But within the first 20 games or so, we were the number one shooting team. KCP, Caruso. Caruso was shooting 56% from three, and like he was shooting I remember the ball. That. KCP. What is he down to? I don't know, but it's not good anymore. The Lakers, <laughs> the Lakers are not what they are. But that we had the Le- when we had LeBron and Anthony Davis together, we were the number one three-point shooting team. Like, I don't know what to tell you. We can compete. We can shoot. KCP. I don't know if you've been watching Lakers. He's games. still at forty-one. K- KC- so. Dude, KCP has been shooting lights out right now. Like he's. Oh, I know. He can like, shoot. I know. Like. I've, I, see, I've seen some people making bets on his three-point shots. I saw that, dude. Hitting, hitting dude, big. They did uh It was some weird stuff. Did you see the one Jason Tatum? The fir- it was like... His triple-double? Yeah, yeah, and that was his one. first career triple-double, yeah. and someone bet that. Yeah. How do you bet that? They and just, and oh. they, they didn't even just bet that. I think they parlayed it with Curry getting like yeah, five threes yeah, no, and no. something else. I know. It was ten threes. I saw someone... I thought it was ten threes made. I could be wrong. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I saw, I saw another bet yesterday. Oh, no, yesterday. he made ten threes. I'm stupid. I saw another... I think we're starting to phase, phase out here. We're talking about betting, but... Um, I saw, Listen, you get the point. I think Lakers are going to win because I think yeah. they're big, and he thinks that the Clippers are going to win because they shoot better. Exactly. And, and, yeah. and, and, and it, the rest it, it could definitely go either way. It could definitely go either way, and we both recognize that. I think is 
as long as one of these top five to six teams win, you can say we're right based on what no. we've said. <laughs> Shut the... See, that's a... <laughs> no. Listen, I think that realistically it comes down to the Lakers and Clippers. I don't care who comes out of the East because guess what? 76ers, hate to break it to you, you're probably not going to be healthy by the time the playoffs come. Uh, the Nets, hate to break it to you, your defense is historically shit. And you've played seven games together. And, and you have no depth. Also probably won't be healthy. And you probably won't be healthy. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks, you're only good as Giannis takes you. And Giannis isn't that good at shooting yet. And yep, I yep, really yep, don't yep. think. Like, Holiday's not going to add anything. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton reminds me of Draymond Green. Like, bro, what? you, you like, what? No, 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 no. Not, not in any way in, like, play style. Like, bro, you only are getting recognition just because you're on a good team. Like, Draymond, you do not deserve... How many All Star games was he in? Like you didn't three, deserve. Foe. You don't deserve to be a three, four time All Star. Yeah, he didn't deserve the opportunity. Just like Chris Middleton, he did not deserve the opportunity to go against Kevin Hart in a three point contest. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, I remember. He tied, too. bro. He tied him, and they weren't planning for that because they had a big ass trophy for Draymond. Oh my God! What a dude. That was so bad. Um, what other teams are Jazz? <laughs> dude, the Jazz. I'm Royce O'Neal. Is not stopping LeBron James. Yeah, whoa, whoa. I think we got to do our apologies for the episode. We did some last time. I All think right. we should make that a make that a tradition at well, the end of our episodes. Because we got some people to apologize to. Royce O'Neal, I think you need to apologize I apologize to, to Pacers fans. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize to Popovich. I apologize to... Who do we talk a lot of shit about? There's got to be someone better. Uh, fuck the Nets. I don't want to apologize to the Nets. Damn. Portis. You need oh, to yeah, Bobby yeah. Portis. I, I, exactly. I, already, I already did. I already did. But I do apologize to Bobby Portis. Um, I apologize to the Bucks because I do think I, – I, I, at the beginning I said that you guys had no chance. But I do think you do have more of a chance than I thought. It's just – no, I'm going to take that back. I don't apologize to the Bucks. No, you don't no, have a chance. I, listen, listen. They're, the not, Bucks, they're not beating the 76ers and the Nets, which they will have to do. That's, the I Bucks, was going to agree with you. I was going to say the Bucks zero. are – No, no, no. Bucks but, at zero. Yeah. Like, the Bucks are not winning. Just because we're just getting repetitive at this point, just to we end it off with very this, repetitive. The top because <laughs> how, how many teams do you want to consider in the East to be competitive? I would say the top three. I would say only the one seed. No, okay, like give me like okay. No, oh no, no I'm gonna say only the one seed and Break the, the seventy six. No, okay, and so if, if Break, let me change my question because I'm stupid. No, two. no, okay. Nets and seventy six. Rank the top three teams in the East. Seventy sixers. Uh, I mean, 76ers and Nets, I think, are tied, and then Jet, or and then and then Bucks. Okay, I got 76ers, Nets, Bucks. I think the Bucks are definitely the. I know I have them ranked higher, but just in terms of like the theoretical that they're all healthy, I think that. Like, oh, then I think the Nets are the best team, but I I think the Nets are definitely better than the Sixers, but I think the Sixers might have a better chance. If to the win. Nets maintain that one seed, then yeah, I think that the Bucks have the worst chances. But I think if the Nets slip out, then okay. Um, and then the West, you got. Clippers obviously at one. Clippers Lakers at two. one, Lakers at two, and then it doesn't matter. It's going to be Clippers or Lakers, is All my right. opinion. Like, I don't know. Yep, yeah, cool. I got Lakers, I got Clippers. Boom. Yep. Call it a day. Hey, I wish all of you a beautiful rest of your day. Especially Bobby Portis.